Nobody asked us, no need to say please. Unrequested commentaries. Welcome back to Unrequested Commentaries, where we talk about movies on TV while watching movies on TV. Today we're talking about Zeitgeist movies, and we're going to be watching a big thing that entered the Zeitgeist, Inception. I'm your host, Eric Harker. With, his, with me, as always, is my co-host, Dallin Kimball. Hello. So for those of you joining us the first time, here's the spiel. We don't own the movie. This is a commentary track. We'll tell you when to sync it up if you want to watch along. But it's not necessary. We'll do our best to describe what, you're, what we're seeing. But honestly, it's Inception. You've probably watched it. <laughs> Kevin, shame on you. And it's a kind of long movie, so we're just going to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to. <laughs> we're going to spend no. a few minutes talking about it beforehand. And here's the WB logo coming on, a little bit of swirliness. I would call it a wave instead of swirliness. True. That is true. WB logo. Yeah, Christopher Nolan is not one for uh, short movies. Mm -mm. He like, you know, like thinker. So in order to make you think about it, he likes to take some time to get there, I guess. So we're, for those, you know, listening in, we are both pretty big nolan fans absolutely i you liked uh interstellar a lot more than i did yeah i love interstellar but we're still still pretty which is okay like it's it's okay to not like a nolan movie yeah i do i did like it it just wasn't (laughs) you were like oh "Oh." yeah and i wasn't the biggest fan of dark knight rises but i really like memento like dark knight love inception um what was the other one he did with the the magicians Oh, The Prestige. The Prestige. I loved that movie. Yeah. Rest in peace, David Bowie. (laughs) That movie was trippy. And his eyes look so red and seawater-ish. Or sand. Yeah. That too. That's the thing. You like forget stuff like that, like the little kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Which are Nolan's kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh... But in the movie, like, you, this is a movie you have to watch twice. If you only watched it once and you didn't watch it again after that, I mean, not in the same sitting, but you yeah. definitely, you get a little bit more meaning out of it. This movie does, I think, have a, have a problem with the old man makeup is not great. Cause oh, people, for this guy? Because people yeah. get saggy skin, not puffy. Uh huh. But in order to make it look like you have to put stuff on, you have to you add on to what's already there. You can't just like attach bad. strings to people's faces, to make it sag. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's interesting is, and honestly, scary is the idea that uh, living a lifetime in a moment and then waking up like I feel like I've lived a hundred years. Yeah, that would be weird. And I'm. It's not. Like, your psyche would be tired. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. If they ever did a sequel, which they shouldn't, I think that would be, that should be a major influence. As far as, like, just being exhausted. Yeah. I mean, if you if you grow old and are ready to die, and then you wake up again and you're 30... You'd be just... Uh, wanting to commit suicide might be a big part of that. Yeah. Mind <laughs> you, they did kind of play into something, not not the age thing, but the... Wanting to, not believing it's real, committing suicide. They kind of already touched on something similar to that mm-hmm. with, with Maul. So what are your opinions That's on Leo? True. Do you like him? In this movie? Or in, in general. general? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. 
Um, like everybody was making fun of him as a pretty boy, like after Titanic. I didn't like him in you know, in nineties because yeah, he was everywhere, and you just don't like things that are everywhere. But well, I and just that that was like sissy you know mm-hmm. and then i remember seeing this movie oh he did another really good one before this movie like something uh he did the aviator he did maybe it was this movie that actually broke my shutter island i think it was after this uh anyway i like him more now i'm just gonna be honest especially after django unchained he was great Django. yeah mind you i never lose him in a part he's always Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, he's not, he's, you don't. Whereas, it's interesting, I also never lose Samuel L. Jackson, but Samuel L. Jackson is his movie parts, not the other way around. Yeah, they totally write him into that type of character. Right, so when Leo's like, I'm going to do this crazy thing. Except for Star Wars. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mind you, he had nothing to work with. But did you know on, he, did you hear the story about how about his lightsaber? Uh-uh. Lucas went up to him like, "What color do you want your lightsaber to be?" He's like, "I want purple." He's like, "Well, usually they're only you know blue and green for the good guys." Like, "I want purple." All right. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, he got his and, way with and something. On, and on the ignition, I don't know if it's in English or in the Star Wars language, uh-huh. but it says uh, "BMF" or "Bad Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least he got something in there. Yep. Uh, playing the universe's most boring man. At least you got a cool lightsaber out of yep. it. But of course he's coming back as Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. Please no. I uh, What were you, like, what was going through your mind when you first, like, sat down and you saw this movie and saw what was going on at this point? Like, I was just like, what is, what the heck is yeah, going on? That's, <laughs> like, I wasn't like, because sometimes when that's happening, you're like, what is going on? Like, this is stupid. You know, like, I don't care to know what else is going on. Like, I yeah. feel lost and I don't, like, I'm tired of feeling lost. There's that, and then there's what's going on. Like I want to know more. Yeah. Type of thing. And Christopher Nolan did a very good job of making you just want to continue to. Yes, indeed. Because there's just all these vague references right now to different stuff that makes total sense now. Watching it, it reminds me. So there, I read, <clears throat> I read, I read comics month to month. Really, only like one or two. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm reading a comic that has so many like, kind of like flashbacks, like little ones, like two days ago. But I'm reading it month to month, so it's been a month since seeing the last one. I was like, are they so, alluding to something like a, a bigger plan that we don't know yet? Or am I just missing things? Because <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> I should have read this in yeah. more than a span of a month. Uh, I don't necessarily like Maul as an actress. I think she does great in this movie. But like when she was in Dark Knight Rises, and like, you're just gonna be the treacherous person again. Like she I don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> in movies and you're right she was treacherous and she's in a movie right now or coming out soon with brad pitt where she might be a german spy married to brad pitt i was like oh so she's playing the the Once loving again, wife that's also i can't treacherous. trust you <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> i i am i'm i don't get why he thought she would stay there <laughs> but of course it is his wife he wishes but... like he can't let go of the fact that, like, it's a really interesting concept. Like, he, he still thinks that she's alive, and that's, like, who she is. Yeah. That was interesting. So he just cut the, the window to get in, like, 
that was an odd scene. That was a really quick put that in. Maybe because they wanted to seem all like, secret agent like. See, he cut the window open. Like now, move on. I guess I don't know. Yeah, instead of like he didn't maybe just using open window. fancy gadgets to open windows is kind of cliche. So we're just gonna show that he could do it and then move on. What do you think of? It's mentioned in the movie, but never really uh, addressed in a serious way. But shooting the constructs, killing them, like if that's part of someone's mind. You don't think that's gonna affect them? Like you're killing, you're killing a part of their mind. Yeah, they bring that up, but they never, it never bring alludes to anything or well, ends up with anything. It's a part of your mind that was trashable in the first place. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, like, it's like, it's like expendable, you know, like, I have these things. Yeah. Like phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You just wake up from the, like, being incepted, you're like, wait a minute, I can't remind my, my phone number anymore. <laughs> what was my mother's maiden name again? <laughs> <laughs> Should I try and use something as my defense, people? He does look good in this movie. He does, and he did a great job. I heard, am I right about this, the fact that Leonardo didn't like it that much, though? Like, didn't like the movie? Or? I don't recall. Sounds like something that could happen. So, so while we're, a little bit of, you know, exposition. People know this movie. I do love watching it. Uh, what about, uh, so the whole topic of this week's episode is zeitgeist movies. Yes. And not zeitgeist the movie, because that is apparently a thing. And this I is, haven't seen that, so neither I have I, It's in my queue at Netflix, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Really? Yeah, I'll watch that later. But it has, it has one star, so I'm not looking oh. forward to it. Um, I do like the light difference. It does a great job. Like, this is all very warm, and it's a very cool light in the real world, quote unquote. I know this is a dream too, but so it's like to show the difference. Yeah, it does an instant. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, that slight tint. Of Although green. right here, the lighting is more similar to the other one, which I don't, which is odd. It's still a little warm, but a little more natural sunlight's coming in. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Zeitgeist. What we decided Zeitgeist movies are movies that really enter our common speak, enter the the Zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. So this movie incorrectly entered the zeitgeist. Every time you see a thing in the, within a thing, people say, Inception! Yep. Whereas to be incepted was to plant an idea. It wasn't yep. the idea of la la layered dreams. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but now when you make that reference, most people anyway, especially if you've seen the movie, they yeah. know what you're talking about. And it's like, oh yeah, so you don't even have to like explain it beyond that. Yeah, you can say, I'll be back if you like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what made us think of this topic was the thing that came out, what, an article came out last year about how Avatar, the highest grossing movie of all time, not counting for inflation, didn't enter the zeitgeist at all. No one references it. Almost no one can... Can you name more than That's two characters? That's a really good point. There's... Is his name Sully? Is that wrong or right? I don't know. I can't check you. I, I don't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the main character. Um, yeah, that's a very good, perfect example. Because yeah. I don't... I, I, I have to do two, because I think I did this before, and you were able to name one person. I'm like, all right, name two. <laughs> 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 yeah, screw you. Uh, name two. <laughs> <laughs> Prove my point either way. Um, Pretty cool. I do like that. It's uh -huh. 
because you're still like you still don't even know what's going on at this point with the but you're like oh like he's waking him up from a dream like they're in a dream yeah and i feel like it's like finally like i do like how practical everything is with with nolan it really does make a difference anyway i do like it i like the way he realizes it's the dream with the rug oh i know it's like so subtle like this isn't made out of the right right material right yeah it's like it this is polyester right. where this is yeah so like that's because right now since they were just in a dream it's you're not recognizing that you're in a dream which i thought was a cool concept because we have had dreams everybody's had a dream or most people anyway had dreams that felt really 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 real yeah into like and even when you wake up you still feel like you're in the dream for a second i've had i've had dreams like the next day i thought like oh wait that didn't happen like little like little things like oh yeah it's not remember when i was a kid i had a dream that was my birthday and i woke (laughs) up like ah it's june it's like like nowhere near my birthday (laughs) Uh, so oh man it's so good So yeah, then you realize you're like, oh, they're still in a dream. Yeah. Now, do we do we ever see that Asian guy again? No, he just they just paid that kid oh, for okay. that thing. They give him the money and then he walks off. Oh yeah, like that's the warning. Like time's almost up. I love the fact that that's the thing that slowed down is the blah. That was <laughs> that's so clever. And instead, like that guy dies. That guy is dragged off to be given to the rival as like punishment. or Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. But also the, at the very end of this movie, that company is still after Leo and Joseph Gordon-Levitt because mm-hmm. they didn't do the thing. Well, the whole the whole thing is like the whole point of the movie. Um, well, not the whole point of the movie is like, is he still in it or is he out of it? So like, is he created like, is he still in his own dream where he's created the own his these corporations chasing after him, so he has some type of purpose. Anyway, there's the part where you talk about... Yeah. <laughs> He's rubbing his hand on the, the carpet. Uh, uh, sorry for the de- the, the silence. It's a it's good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. <laughs> you can't help it. Um. Now he's the, he's also the same guy who played Ra's al Ghul, the or the yeah. the duplicate Ra's that al was, Ghul. So I feel like Christopher Nolan likes taking people from movies that he worked with him before and putting them in another movie. I mean, yeah, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in Dark Knight Rises. That would be an interesting was, topic for another episode. Is like actors that directors love, like it, Leo and Scorsese, Scorsese, and Samuel Jackson and Quentin Tarantino, and uh huh. Or like M. Night Shyamalan used... Um, himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about like in Signs, you had... Um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He was in Signs, and then he also did it... He also was in The Village. Oh, okay. Um, I remember The Village was the most predictable of all of his movies. It's like... I bet this isn't really Somebody gave it away to me, so I never had the chance to really know if I would have been, been able to predict the ending or not. I heard I, the ending before I got a chance to see it. I, I think I've known all of this, all of the twist endings except for Unbreakable and Lady in the Water. I remember I was so excited because I just saw like, I just saw Signs, I just saw The Village or yeah, Village.
bridge and mm-hmm. unbreakable. Like, I was like, oh, Lady in the Water is coming out. Hey, a new Shaolin movie. This is going to be great. And I went, I'm like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. You're like, it's, this movie's weird. It's, it's pointless. Yeah. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing great about it. So. Hmm. Did I have a dream? That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and this is where Batman kidnaps that guy. Yeah. <laughs> totally look like that. <laughs> the same scene. <laughs> they just use the footage from that one. Like, oh, let's just use the same footage. It works. Yeah. What do you think of the, the totem stuff? I think it's pretty awesome. I, I like you don't recognize the gravity of this. Like if this thing fall doesn't fall over, he's gonna shoot himself right now. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. And you don't even realize that the first time you see it. There's stuff like that that are just just like Can you imagine your, your psyche being so broken that you're constantly worried you're dreaming? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And he did it to himself. It's not yeah. like this wasn't like a punishment. This wasn't something that was done to him. It was you like you just effed up and made you know, is your own poor decision. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. I thought the totem thing was pretty cool. And, and like, that's, that's how you recognize because then you like, so the little, the only other one we see is the, uh, the, the chess piece, right? He's like, has the right weight or whatever. Wasn't there something with the dice too? Somebody has oh, die. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that alien pages? Cause I think his is the chess piece, right? No, hers. Is it's it? the girls. It's the. I thought, the dice was Joseph Gordon. Oh, okay, it's been a while. Since I don't know. Well, we'll find out. We shall see. So, other movies that have entered the zeitgeist. We mentioned Terminator, but that's only like a movie line. Uh, we we talked briefly before the before recording, and things like uh, Godfather. Mm-hmm. How how was Godfather? Because you're, you're a really big Godfather fan. I am a really big Godfather fan. How I feel like the reference of. Make him off. I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Like I feel like people just randomly say that at All times. Right. So I think there's different ways. Like one, it's a movie line. Yeah. Like I'll be back. Make him an offer he can't refuse. Mm-hmm. But there are things like overall things like Inception, like a horse's head in the bed. Everyone knows what that is. It's like it's not like a common phrase, but you can't like oh, <laughs> I don't even like it with a horse head in my bed. Like people can say stuff like that, and people know. Oh, I know, I know what they're talking about. Yeah. Again, talking about Avatar, no one's like, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, control a blue person. <laughs> no, there's nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna go get some unobtainium or whatever that Ugh. stuff is called. Yeah. Didn't they use the same name for unobtainium as they did in? There's another movie that has the that. core. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, my gosh, why did you use the same word from? Our... It's like they cursed themselves. Yep, they cursed themselves to make three Wait, billion dollars in the box office. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they making a second one? They're making three more. Oh gosh, I won't watch any of them. I'll wait I for a trailer. It. I'm not gonna like besmudge oh. it. Although I, it, there's no way it's gonna make the same amount of money because no one cares. I watched it once and that was enough for me. I didn't care to see it again. I mean, it was cool. Like, okay, really quick, I because I'm not the biggest fan of Titanic or Avatar. Mm-hmm. The fact that those are one, two in the box office. Yeah, because... Or did, did Force Awakens beat Titanic? I thought Force Awakens was like... I thought it broke all records. It didn't beat Avatar. I know oh, that. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. I think it maybe it beat Titanic. Anyway, 
Well, they were one and two for a long time. Adjusting for inflation, do you know what movie has the most? Um, Isn't like Gone with the Wind or something? It is Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Last time I checked, it was like, adjusting for inflation, it made like $43 billion. Are you serious? It's by... I might be lying. I'm gonna double check that right it now because as I, as those words came uttering, like, falling out of my crazy. mouth, I'm like that's not right. It's gotta be like <laughs> four or something. <laughs> Gone um, with the wind. Box office. Frankly, my dear, I don't get a damn. Not the first time a swear word. Yeah, that's movie. one of the reasons why people went to go see it because who would ever? Th- no, okay, I was ridiculously off. It made three point four billion in today's dollars. Which is, com- what's that comparable to? Avatar made 3.02. Okay, so it's like... So it's still 400 million beyond. Ahead. But not 40. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, like, I was like, I was that like can't 40 be right. billion? Like, who was the comp- movie company came with that, man? Like, but mind you, that was before you bought things on home video. If you wanted to go see a movie, that was the only time you could see it. You went and And it was in theaters for years. You just go went to go see it. Well, that's... Oh, that's true, yeah. One of the reasons well, why Avatar made so much. It was in theaters for like eight months. Holy cow. Again, I, yeah, I, that's like these are bigger nowadays. questions of numbers. Yeah. So. It was there for a long time, longer than usual. Yeah, that was that, that was right before uh, release dates of movies were decided before the movie even came out. Before it was like, oh, depending on how well the movie does, we'll put the movie out. Nowadays, you can pre-order Rogue One on Amazon now, I think, on, on oh Blu-ray. <laughs> And so you're not yet. It's like, that's... So... And obviously Avatar was 3D. Yeah. Home video wouldn't satisfy that. No, not at all. So it was a cool movie theater experience, but... Yeah. We should probably stop... If we think it's not in the zeitgeist, we should probably stop talking about it so Well, it's, it's relevant <laughs> to our, our thing. So what else has, uh, has entered the zeitgeist? Anything you can think of? Star Wars. I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that reference? I am your father. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Use the force. Sure. Yeah. These aren't the droids you're looking for. You know how many dumb Facebook stories I've seen about people like, I was pulled over, and they was like, you know how fast you're going? I'm like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. And the cop laughed. He's like, okay. And he walked away. He let it go. Cause, like, I don't know if any of these actually happened. But... I don't think I would try that with a cop because I don't feel like that would really work. No, I'm I'd be like, like, give me your license and registration. Oh, He's like, sorry, <laughs> that's not cocaine in the back seat. Wait, what? <laughs> Man, that is a really pretty, bland colored city. <laughs> Everything was just medium gray. It's like, have you ever climbed this... inside a uh, Chevy H R R H H R? No. It's like the Chevy PT Cruiser kind of thing. Hmm. I, I, I test drove once and like everything in the interior was the same gray I felt like I was sitting inside a Tupperware <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh man everything's oh, yeah. so boring in here question do they ever reference any city that they're actually in I don't think they do I don't know I don't think they ever state he's just going from place to place but I never say where he's at is that like another ra- vague reference to like he could still be in the dream world because we're not actually referencing real places. With few with few exceptions, like obviously they took a helicopter ride. They were on, they were on a train when they did 
the original thing. What I'm saying but also is he like, doesn't travel anywhere. They don't say it. Doesn't say like oh like I'm in Prague or wherever this is or right. I'm in Hong Kong. To back that up, like oh suddenly he's in this city, and they're the whole like remember in a dream you don't really know how you got somewhere. Yeah. So maybe. I don't know. I just I just think it's interesting that. I, well, I guess is do they say he can't get back to the U.S. because he's been exiled or whatever? Yeah. Do they make it on site or whatever? Do they make a direct reference to the United States as far as like a country? Or do they goes? just refer to it back home? I think they yeah. say the states, don't they? I don't uh, know. Well, we'll see. You'll see. I'm listening to the recording. You're listening to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't hear the vocals very well, so oh, let me turn it up. It's kind of echoey. It's a little odd. Uh, stop the recording for a second. Oh. It's all right. It's a brief blip of nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it's fine. All Whatever. Right. Yeah, let's see. Have you ever seen the video of Michael Caine doing his Michael Caine impression? No. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Because <laughs> he, he was complaining about uh, like some birthday card company doing I mean like a little voice activated control or voice opening thing mm -hmm. and he's like that doesn't sound anything like me but it's like it, but it doesn't reference me specifically but so I can't sue them or anything like that that's funny. like so when he does it, he's like oh Michael okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <just, laughs> it's, it's worth looking up look on YouTube up. if you haven't yeah. seen it see which is another actor that Christopher Nolan really likes because yeah, he did I mean, all the Batman prestige movies and this and yeah and the prestige I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, I like the maze drawing test. That was... Uh, like, how creative are you? Yeah. I need to know that you're pretty darn creative in order to, like, create a whole entire dream world. Try again. So, are you looking at other Zeitgeist movies? Yeah, I'm trying to see what else. I mean, unfortunately, having a movie called Zeitgeist the movie is has really, really gotten in the way. It's a series of movies, so it's really hard to look for. It's like How it's about movie. movies that are popular references in pop culture or something, or common references in pop culture or something like that? Mm -hmm. All right, I look something up. Say, tell those people something interesting while I look things up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, be clever. <laughs> um,. I'm not super clever. You're the clever one with this movie. But I uh, I think another movie. So there's Terminator, Star Wars, Inception. Star Trek. Star. I mean, Red Shirt, Beam Me Up, Scotty, which mm -hmm. isn't actually said in any of the shows. Yeah. He's a red shirt. Beam Me Up, Scotty isn't actually I said. No, he's no, that's never said in the, in the show. But that's He's that's like, kind Beam of Me funny. Up and like other things. Like, it's like the Play It Again Sam in like Casablanca. They don't ever actually say that. Crazy. There's something similar to it, like play it like it's something similar to that. Mm -hmm. It's like if the line isn't Luke, I am your father, it is no I, I am, am your father. father. But people say Luke, I right. am your father. So incorrect. That's crazy. Like these like subtle changes in it. Um I'm thinking like older movies too because we're like looking at like recent ones. I mean, I know Terminator and like Star Wars aren't like super recent, but yeah, like Planet of the Apes or oh, get your damn hands off me or get you, your hands off me, you, you damn dirty ape. Yeah, and 
They blew it up. <laughs> I mean, there was a great episode of, of Futurama where they travel a thousand years into the future again. So it's the year 4,000. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, they did it. And there's the Statue of Liberty. And like, and then the apes blew up theirs. And there's an ape Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and like, I don't know, is that comes out a slug person? And then the cows. And it's like a bunch of Zalinist of <laughs> different <laughs> stuff they put. <laughs> of, uh, yeah, Statue of Liberty. So uh, like, of, of different animals or whatever. It was top-notch references. You could just, Family Guy, like whatever they make a parody on. It's oh, <laughs> your Zeitgeist movies. Because they yeah. also did, they uh, did um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Yes, they did. They did a whole series of, uh, it was the one episode where they did three Stephen King novels. Like, they did Misery, they did Shawshank, and they did another one. It's interesting that Shawshank is a Stephen King. I, I know. When I found that out, I was like, you mean, like, the horror guy? <laughs> yeah. But did he write that under his other name? Because for a while he had two, two names. Like two pen names. One for his horror stuff and one for really. Because he wanted to be taken seriously. He didn't want people to go in thinking, oh, oh this is a horror movie. He wanted to see if he could do something really yeah. good. I like the part of those explosions on the street, were practical. They really were blowing stuff with air cannons. I mean, some of the stuff was CG, like when it's right next to their face and stuff. But they were really. Oh really? Yeah, slow mo, oh. slow mo shooting, blowing. I wonder stuff. why it looks so good. Yeah. This movie does have a great cold feeling. Do you feel welcome? Do you feel comfortable in any it of these settings? It feels unset- like unsettling. Which is part of the thing they're, they're playing with, like him not knowing if he's like, awake or he, That's how he always feels. Holy cow, man. That is genius. I, that's, that's one thing in movies I like to look at. Like, what's the lighting telling you about this scene? Yeah, or the, sa- or, you know, the sound. I would love to. I, I really want to go to film school. Not to make movies, just to learn just stuff. Just to know. <laughs> Just how is the director messing with my head right now or wanting to make me feel right now? It's like another thing about something I don't know anything about in any detail is different uh, lens, different lens mm-hmm. choices. Like this is a different, I bet you anything this is a different lens than the last shot because everything feels, one, it's, everything's closer focused. It, everything looks a little off, don't you think? Mm-hmm. A little curved We're in the thing. dream world. It's a different lens. And it's giving that that feeling. Yeah, it's changing, totally changing the the feel of the scene. Yeah, yeah, that type of subtle stuff. I just like you said, you don't you don't reckon you're not gonna recognize it as well unless you've seen it. Yeah, been used. Here's a question. So another huge thing is all the Marvel movies. Have those entered the zeitgeist at all? Like, do people make references to those in common? Not not talking about movies. Do people reference? Marvel. Hmm. I mean, why I bring it up is because right now the street's bending, uh-huh. and that is in uh, Doctor Strange, which is a great movie. You should totally go see it. Yeah, you told me about that. I don't... Has there been? I can't think of anything. I'm, like, trying to, like... Which, I mean, Marvel movies have been huge. Yeah. But... Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. A little bit of Hulk stuff, but that's not because of the modern movies. Those, that's because of the be- old TV show. Yeah. I'm trying to like... You know, there isn't anything that's like... <laughs> oh, gravity just changed. That's such a cool concept. We're walking this way cool now. Visual. Yeah. I remember that being in the trailer. Because the trailer didn't tell you what it was about. 
just like you saw this kind of stuff. And we're yeah, like, and you're like, okay, it's a is this movie? movie? Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and they're all like looking at her because she's like, because they know something's off. Yeah, like you had something to do with it. It's so stuff like that is so clever. I can't think of anything that Marvel has inter has done. I mean, Dark Knight. Let's put a smile on that face. Let's put people just saying I'm Batman when they have when they have a low voice. Yeah. And they're like, is, I'm doing this. You sound like Batman. I'm Batman. Like, it's just natural people. But is that, what Batman movie is that from? Because. And, and it's it's Christopher Nolan. It's it's Christian Bale because the low. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Before that, Adam West was like, yes, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Hello, I'm Batman. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a little bit of Michael Keaton with the, what are you? I'm Batman. A little bit of that, but. <laughs> I guess it became more popular with Christian Bale's Bat or uh, yeah, Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, I'm a little sad. Like that, I can't think of anything from Marvel that's really. That's yeah. Hmm. If you if you at home, you know, get a hold of tweet us. Tweet Eric something. Yep. <laughs> at Portland's Batman. I'd be like, um, there is this reference that Marvel has that everybody knows about, and I'm surprised that you missed it. But yeah, we can't think of it right now. Just like made a giant train bridge thing. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio's awed by her creativity. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, because he thinks about her and then she just like comes up and kills her. <laughs> oh, man. Any kind of horror movies that have entered? I know we're not big, you and I aren't big horror people, but you know, Freddy Krueger and Jason. I say dead. That was a very '90s reference. I don't know if anyone does that anymore. Nobody really does that anymore, huh? That was a very common thing to say and make references to, but I don't think that's that's lasted. I had a conversation with one of my coworkers once a uh -huh. few like a couple months ago, talking about oh, like that great guy, like he's like amazing director, uh, Shyamalan. I was like, wait, what? Uh -huh. Have you watched anything in the last fifteen years? <laughs> <laughs> And, and they because you've had dreams where you've died before right yeah or you've fallen from something like oh my gosh yeah when so I, I have a I have a daughter and I, and all the lots of people like to post pictures of like oh the baby sleeping on daddy's chest uh -huh. we were told stories of like you know one of our birthing classes of falling asleep and smothering the baby I never fell asleep with her on me <laughs> because of that and I would have waking nightmares. Like, where's Abby? Is she on me? Or did I, like, oh no, she's in her room. It's fine. It's just, nice. it was a rough time. Yeah. So yes, I know about dream <laughs> waking up. In my case, it's a fear of doing something drastic instead of having it happen to you. So yeah, see, he has his dice. She does the chess piece. Okay. Now, was some, some kind of point, I remember someone talking to me once that that wasn't his totem. Exactly. It was hers. Yeah. I had this conversation with my brother. I'm on it. So I'm what? So what? How does that that's affect the, things? That's that's one of the problems. Is that he's not even using his own totem, which is never established what his would what his was or uh -huh. would be. Did they but, share that one or what? But. Yeah, but he doesn't like. So he's not even using his own totem. So that might be like messing with like whether or not he knows he's in the dream world or not. Yeah. Which is the whole overarching thing. 
I did like the, uh, they haven't done it yet, the elevator into his different levels of his mind. Remember that? The elevator. Like, he has, like, the elevator. It's the beach where his kids are playing. Goes down the elevator again. It's the hotel. Oh, yeah. That, I like Like that scene, but I think it it needed more, a better establishing shot. Like, some sort of, like, wide shot of the elevator instead of just, like, what's going on? That's different elevator. Yeah. Like, compartments of his mind. Ah, Tom Hardy. Seeing Christopher Nolan likes Tom Hardy, obviously. We all like Tom Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like Tom Hardy I remember watching this movie and like man that guy is slick that guy is without being annoyingly disgusting you're just like this guy is cool I like yep, this guy he's, to- <laughs> he's, to- he's totally the cool guy I want that guy to be my friend I want to be that guy so Tom yeah. Hardy's like so this is the second movie we watched with Tom Hardy we watched Warrior in the previous episode oh yeah which I think, come on, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite of his performances of anything. It's just, mm-hmm. ah, it's so good. It is, excellent movie. <clears throat> hmm, let's see. Are you thinking Zeitgeist again? I am thinking of uh, more movies because I know there are just tons of them out there. Now, mind you, some movies are uh, narrower aspects. I mean, there are things that the entire world knows. I am your father. Mm-hmm. At least Western culture. Um, but there's gotta be like some movies that are compartmentalized, or like, like to just say US to say something or... has been Cronenberged. Do you know what that? You know what Cronenberg is? Mm-mm. Cronenberg was the guy behind The Thing and The Fly, like this really like body horror kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So like when Fantastic Four was coming out, um, and they had the trailers. And it showed kind of the stretchy arm, kind of like you saw like the tendons kind of moving in his arm and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's very Cronenberg inspired, but not not that gross. But it's that's a that's a saying, really um, among among film film people at least. See, that's it's like it's entered the zeitgeist of the of the uh, the film world. Yeah, it's a common reference. I do want to know how many things. In, so right now, Leo is running away from nameless corporate thugs i want to know how much of like oh those could just be constructs yeah that he's running away from so they're nameless they've never given a name so why was was that done on purpose how much of this was you you yourself don't know if it's dreaming because like little things was Or was that just like, <laughs> or was it just like a common thing to make tension and yeah. that you need to have a run one away from in the movie? It's not, it's not as deep as like you said, like, are those constructs? Is that like another thing that's supposed to make you think whether he's in the dream world or not? Yeah. Or is it just to create some action in the movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Someone was gunned down. Without... I forgot people actually die in this movie. <laughs> <coughs> anything from... Oh, gosh. Anything from Tarantino that's entered the zeitgeist? Is there, like, a common reference? Like, I feel like Pulp Fiction is, like... Yeah. Is there anything from Pulp Fiction, though, that... 
I mean, on the internet, I see a lot of references. You see a lot of references to Pulp see, Fiction. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> yeah. You see like that? Well, like, there's also a lot of people that, uh, um, like, the uh, you see someone post a meme up there, and it's, you know, the scene where uh, John Travolta walks in, and she's speaking to him over the intercom, mm -hmm. and he's, like, you know, looking around, like... Yeah, like so many people like are like when I, I walk into the movie theater and I don't see my friends there, you know exactly when I you know when this happens and blah blah blah. So it's it's kind of like I wouldn't say it's like a common reference that people have in conversation, but I would say it's definitely like a zeitgeist type of thing on the internet because yeah. that's totally like you see that you see Pulp Fiction references all over in memes. Yeah. Um. Wow. Oh. I was watching Luke Cage on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And one of the scenes when after a big gunfight, this guy is talking about like it was like Django and Shane up in there, like all kinds of blood. And like, okay, it's, it's a little bit <laughs> movie, movie reference. Nice. I love the staircase stuff. I'm a big MC Escher oh, fan. The paradox. Yeah. Oh, Jerry Maguire. I've never seen it, but show me the money. You had me at hello. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not as um. You could say that's probably more in the 90s than it is now, but... So how much... Oh, here's one. Zeitgeist stuff not necessarily being a spoken thing, but being a style thing. How much did Mad Men, Mad Men affect fashion now? I mean, the oh, slick back yeah. hair came back big and a lot of times. He's having... He says right. slick back that's hair Mad right Men now. right there. Yeah, because that is not something that was not... Had definitely gone out of style. Yeah, I remember watching this movie and someone wears like a, a double-breasted suit. Which was another, like... I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen anyone wear a double-breasted suit since the mid-90s. Remember Batman in the animated series had a double-breasted suit. I had a double-breasted yeah. suit as a kid. <laughs> like, oh, man, double-breasted. I hope those don't come back. I, I, I like I like single better. It's funny. Personally. Mind you, there's some, there's some shows that are nothing but uh, movie references, like Community. Kennedy's just so you can't really yeah you can't really use that as a but there are lots of lots of things that are are right now references like things that oh when uh I don't know the revenant came out people talk about you know eating eating a liver and climbing inside a bear or a, like for warmth like it just wasn't. They don't stick around. No, they don't. That's what I was like, what you were talking about, like, oh, that's like more of a 90s type of thing. It's like, it gets stuck in its decade. But there's some things that last longer. Sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Like, a little pop there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it didn't last, like, you know. But, like, Terminator, that made it out of the 80s and early 90s. The things that, that affect movies. Like, things like, uh, you see references, like, people hanging on onto big clock pieces, like hanging onto a clock. Ah, like that, that's, that's a Buster Keaton thing, I think. Oh, really? Um, movie, the movie Metropolis was like a big sci-fi movie back in the 20s. I mean, C-3PO, the original concept art stuff looked just like the robot from Metropolis. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. But I don't know if this really counts. I mean, it enters the zeitgeist of how we think about sci-fi movies. Star Wars affected it more than just quoting lines of dialogue. There was a huge explosion. Another thing we we're going to talk about today was 
touchstone movies, not touchstone pictures, <laughs> but movies that like starts the Started, wave of yeah. like the Matrix. Suddenly, everyone was doing bullet time to a disgusting amount. Oh yeah, my gosh. My dude, the Matrix is amazing. The first, the first and <laughs> Which only <is> movie. <laughs> totally a zeitgeist. Yeah, movie. But that like Star Wars. Suddenly, everyone was churning out Star Space Wars movies. Stuff. Like yeah, which Star Trek had come out before was when it was like the TV equivalent. Yeah, but Star Wars like totally just like made it. And so, what what movie would you say started the comic book? Well, Superman, the movie, but well, see, I'm it's, talking it's about like the most recent like comic book rage. So people, <laughs> so it died for a couple years with Batman and Robin, and Blade came out. That was the first one that came out that it did really well, and it was that like more serious and more. It was R-rated, bloody. But the movie that people point out that's the one that really started it. But Spider-Man, or X-Men, was the movie that really started. I would think X-Men. Because X-Men came out in, like, 99. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man came out in 2001. I always remember because that one came after because it had that shot with the Twin Towers. Yeah. I just remember X-Men was, like, um, I feel like that's the first time you're like, wow, man, these are cool. Like, that was really awesome. People point out Blade came first, but that wasn't the thing That's not when people were like, man, that's, you know. Yeah. Because at the same time, like, how many people know about the comic book Blade? Yeah. Everybody right. knows about X-Men. Yeah. X-Men has the highest selling comic of all time. Eight million copies, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. X-Men number so, one with Jim Lee. So I think the fact that it was a well-known more well -known comic, so that even yeah. though Blade was a similar style, like, as far as, I would agree with you, the one that, like, kickstarted it was X-Men. Yeah. And then it was Sony that did Spider-Man. Sony did Spider-Man. Now, here's another thing that kind of this thing's crossing over. Matrix was big. Daredevil, another one of these, like, we can just churn out a subpar garbage movie. Had kind of a bullet time thing with throwing the ninja stars, and he's, uh -huh. he's doing backflips and dodging them and stuff. Lame. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, bad. <laughs> Mind you, the first, the first Blade movie is... It's pretty good. There's some there's some weird dialogue and there's some pretty bad CG blood monster stuff going on. But... <laughs> uh, um, what about for like? Is there any more recent type of movie genres that have been sparked? Uh, here's one: uh, Die Hard, the Everyman action movie. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. We Which watched Die Hard. I think we had a had a resurgence. With Taken. Because, like, every man actually, like, the every man, Bruce Willis, became a Rambo. Mm -hmm. Shooting, you know, shooting cars at helicopters. Yeah. But Taken, it came back down again. He wasn't an every man, he was a special agent, but it was, it was one like man that wasn't ripping his shirt scale. off and yeah. grabbing a machine gun. It was yeah. Jason Bourne, another touchstone kind of movie. The shaky cam fight scene oh, stuff. Gosh, I don't like the shaky, shaky cam fight scene. I feel like that's just like makes it so they don't have their choreography doesn't have to be as good. Yeah, that's what I feel like that does. But uh, there's some things that enter the era, enter the zeitgeist, and <laughs> another Christopher Nolan, beloved actor. Yeah, who? Well, what else? He's the scarecrow in the Batman movie. Oh yeah, I thought you were the dad. No, I thought the dad the was dad. the same too. 
Oh. Um, uh, I thought of something. What was it? Sorry, good job. I'm fine. <laughs> How dare you talk during a podcast? There's too many pop culture references going through my head. There are a lot. Um, hmm. What were we just talking about? Action movies. Yeah, so you're like, you're saying like Jason Bourne, Shaky Oh, Cameron. I remember. Things that enter the zeitgeist in such a way to ruin other things. You couldn't do three spy movies kind of overlapping one another. The Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movie, the last one, Jason mm-hmm. Bourne, and Austin Powers. Jason Bourne and Austin Powers made it so you could not do another, oh, I have a laser in my watch. Oh, shaken, not stirred. It just like, it made all that stuff ridiculous. Yeah. So hence when they revamped it, they didn't do any of those. Like, chicken or stirred. This looks like I care. Like, it's... <laughs> it's... Uh, does it look like I care? Yeah, that's right. I remember that reference now. Or it's like... Or then when, like, he meets with Q and Q shows him some stuff and he's like, is that it? He's like, well, what were you nope. expecting? A... Like, well, we don't do that anymore. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah. Makes it a, a gritty, gritty thing. Do you think Pirates of the Caribbean entered the zeitgeist at all? The first one, but I feel like that's going to be left in its own. Yeah, there are some Because things... like people like referencing Jack Sparrow and quoting Jack Sparrow, but now it's like died down. Yeah, I think I don't think that's going to be lasting. You're probably the always going to see somebody in a Jack Sparrow costume for a long time. That's going to affect Halloween. how people dress as pirates. It's <laughs> yeah. not Blackbeard anymore. It's it's Jack Sparrow. Lots of eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's not, I don't think it's going to be like, you know. I do, really quick before the movie, I like the little planning stuff. Like, that's the snow place. that. Oh, yeah, this is the world that I need to, that I'm going to be creating, and this is what it's going to look like. There was a lot of cool fan art that came out of this movie. Like, designing, like, the maze stuff. Oh, really? I should look that up. You've, You've gotten me to like fan art more. Fan art is amazing. Mind you, when it's not weird, never look never look up Sonic the Hedgehog fan art. It's really, really porn graphic stuff. Like it's are you serious? I don't know why. No idea why. That's odd. I remember well, I was on I never... college like college humor's website one time. And they talked about like never looked that up. Like why? And they showed a few pictures on the website. Like yeah, oh yeah, uh, I don't say <laughs> that garbage. I don't really care about Sonic the Hedgehog, do so I. don't worry about it. Um... Wow, a little thing. This is a really little one. The blue steel from Zoolander. The puckered lips thing. Oh, yeah. Which isn't... You don't see that as much anymore, but... You don't see it as much, but people will still do... The freaking duck face. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is where that comes from. To the to the extreme, because obviously it was a thing in, in modeling to do the little... Uh-huh. Make your, to purse your lips, uh-huh. but... The... But he, like, obviously exaggerated, which made it funny um would you say that the godfather was like the crime and gangster starter for crime and gangster movies or was there do you, is there were there crime and gangster movies that were made before that, that did i'm really sure well? there were there were other ones but that was like, like the just modern like, just like star wars wasn't the first sci-fi movie but it was it's like the launching pad yeah because i feel like i can't 
like obviously crime and gangster stuff was done before that, but yeah. Hmm. I think that's that's safe to say. Now that we've uh, we talked about this before on the podcast about how that affected the real crime world. Before I think so. the whole, you know, make request on the the brides on the, the wedding day, all of the oh, we don't squeal. Before that, people were squealing on each other constantly. There was no honor. There was no. Uh-huh. There was nothing like that, except for maybe a fear of your own death. There was nothing like. Well, we don't squeal. But when that movie came out, La Cosa Nostra, isn't that what? Yeah, La Cosa Nostra or something like that. There was a lot of stuff. The they couldn't. That actually affected real life criminal investigations because people stopped. Telling the police things. Uh huh. Because, like, they're, they're like, like, oh, oh yeah, if we, I hold out, then you that, don't know, and then, yeah, then nobody gets incriminated. That movie was was meant to show the evils of that world, how it could corrupt the good. The, like, you know, uh-huh. Michael. Was Michael? Troy Leonard? That's the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, doesn't. That's crazy. <laughs> Movie's a little bit too much. That's a really interesting movie to look up. There's a, a documentary. About the making of that movie, mm-hmm. and how the the mob were in the movie. Oh yeah, because they they're were... like, we don't want this. We don't want this kind of stereotype affecting Italian Americans. We're not all a bunch of gangsters, so they wanted to shoot in like New York, and all these places wouldn't give them access to it because they were also being pressured by these organizations, this Italian like um, conglomerate, not conglomerate, but group. Yeah. Until they finally struck a deal of like, okay, we won't use a few words. They only took out like literally like two words out of the script. They didn't want that to actually use the word mafia and a few other things. Like, so they took that out. It was only in one scene where the movie director was not going to let any kind of mafia, whatever, person, people come in here. So they took that line out. It was fine. Um, and the guy who was the, I hope your first child is a masculine child. Uh-huh. That guy, that guy is in the mob. Oh really? And that scene of him practicing what he wants. To oh, talk. that's he was wasn't that him just like it he was, was him practicing his lines. It wasn't. It was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't part supposed of to be part of it, but it was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, yeah. he's practicing what he's supposed to say to the. That's awesome. But he ends up sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> now there's another thing that enters like you say sleeping with the fishes. I don't know if that was a, a saying before, before you're, Godfather. You're probably right. It probably wasn't. What do we tell the doctor? <laughs> tell him to suck a lemon. Tell him to suck a lemon. <laughs> you heard Johnny Tyler? I ain't saying nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Simpsons. It's my favorite, favorite Simpsons quote. It's all my, time. I think it is my favorite too. Ah, oh, man. He's got the Avengers team assembled. I mean, he's got. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I know that's what came, but. <laughs> Hmm. This seems like an invasion of privacy. Just like, all right, I'll plug in. We'll see what's on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? It's like, uh, no, get out of here. Um, in reference to that, do, are there like musical references? Um, sure there are. Um, stuff in like music Jaws. Right? I mean not even in movies people will go dun, 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 
Yeah. yeah. We why didn't we say Jaws before? Oh, I'm kind of disappointed like that it took two us big so dummies. long <laughs> to get. Jaws is a yeah, great movie. Jaws, that's definitely one that's. Anything Jurassic Park? That was a huge movie. That launched a lot of stuff. Not necessarily dinosaur movies, but books and all kinds and of things for kids. Toys. What was it? Dinosaur Land, Utopia, something like that. Like the dinosaurs in the modern world in like a Renaissance Italy kind of place. It was a big book series. I remember seeing as a kid. Yeah. Did that enter the zeitgeist any in any kind of quotable life? Finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> sell it. You want to sell it. Clever girl. Ah, uh, you clever, clever girls. girl. Yeah. <laughs> People say that a lot. Maybe not as much now, but. Yeah. Um, was Land Before Time, did that come out before or after Jurassic like, Park? Land, like the cartoon the, kid movie. Oh, that was, that was a long time ago. Land for, oh, Land Before Time. Sorry, I'm thinking of... Uh, Different thing. Oh. Uh, so was that something that was sparked by? I don't know. Jurassic Park. Look it up. Are you gonna look it up? Yes, I am. That's <laughs> that's curious. See when Jurassic Park came out, when Land Before Time came out, because I remember those both being in my childhood. So. Eighty. Oh yeah, before that, eighty-eight. Oh, first okay. Land Before Time. So Land Before Time. <laughs> Starting Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Steven Spielberg got his inspiration from. Is does uh, anyone still quote E.T. E.T. Phone Home. I mean, that was a big 80s, 90s thing, but does anyone reference E.T.? I've never even seen it because I don't care. I haven't heard anyone do the E.T. Phone... Or the ouch. Yeah. But, like, that's... It, it was. It was a huge... Reese's Candies. Here today. <laughs> For those that don't know, Eminem turned down the opportunity to be in the movie. Reese's didn't, and they sold... Like, they, their numbers went up Several Crazy. folds. It yeah. Was, it was huge. It was like what happened to Old Spice after they started their one. Yes. Hello, ladies. Commercial. Like, there's just some advertising that just. Wizard of Oz. That That's. Yeah, this. I mean, that's been. That's been over half a century. That's. People will be like, oh, this is your your yellow brick brick road or. Follow the yellow brick road. Way, yeah. Don't or make the, the big. Thing I saw a lot early on, like Bumbershooters saying, "Don't make me get my flying monkeys." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Or like, oh, like if someone feels that they've been kind of bamboozled or something, like now I see the wizard behind the curtain. You know. Oh yeah, I mean just people. Which is kind of like the emperor has no clothes type of reference. Even people, not even the movie dialogue, but suspecting like Snoke in the newest movie, people are like. I wonder if he's going to be a little guy kind of behind a curtain kind of thing. People suspect and a big intimidating thing to be controlled by a little guy. Which is totally a Wizard of Oz reference. And the yellow brick road thing, I'm, I'm thinking more like, oh, like this is going to be when someone's talking about doing something that they're going to do that's going to lead them to something better. Mm -hmm. People talk about like, oh, like that's going to be our yellow brick road. Like I've heard that reference before too. So Here's the thing you see parodied a great deal is the here's Johnny. Whereas that's in The Shining, mm -hmm. but he's referencing The Late Show <laughs> or The Tonight, tonight, tonight Show. It's a, zeit, it's a zeitgeist within a zeitgeist. It's an inception it's a of zeitgeist. a zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've, you know, successfully made a good uh, zeitgeist reference right there. Yes, indeed.
that pop culture was in line with our, him. With our, uh, our movie we're watching. Anything Michael Bay can enter into Zeitgeist? He's, in some... he's the one who did Transformers, Transformers, right? The Rock, Bad Boys. So like everything exploding? Everything exploding. You can't <laughs> see what... He, did you know he doesn't storyboard his movies? He doesn't? No. Which honestly... It's pretty impressive, but you can kind of... At the same time, you're like, well, no wonder why. Like, Everything's the flow such a mess. is kind of bad, yeah. Psycho. That's a movie sting. Yes, Psycho is... Sting. People still... I remember when I was 16, people, you know, I went over to a friend's house to watch Psycho. Like, it's something that's still watched on a regular basis during around Halloween time, so... Oh. Psycho's totally... A, Here's another thing that entered from... That's from Jerry Maguire, right? The... In the in his uh, briefs, does take that all like him dancing around like uh huh in his underwear. It's totally a Jerry that is, reference. All right, if you, in case you're curious, I'm looking up just movie references on Google Image. Half of them are Simpsons, <laughs> <laughs> but his Simpsons uh, itself entered the zeitgeist. I guess people people reference dope. it. No. Yes. Mm, <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I would say that that, or eat my shorts. I think that's affected how, I mean, that, that movie or that show, Family Guy wouldn't be here without it. Mm -hmm. Rick and Morty, like humorous. Maybe even South Park. For, you, know. you know, definitely South Park. There are lots of these things that they wouldn't be here without. Or they or it'd be something else that would have had to. I mean, something, it's the idea of, like, packaging a president. There's an old idea about any any president at a time wouldn't act, they would all act pretty much the same for a time because you, you take a person and make them into a presidential person. Like, maybe Lincoln wouldn't be what he was. He would have been put been together to be time, that. Yeah. It's, it's an old idea. There's an old Bob Newhart sketch about what if Lincoln really wasn't the way he was? And they, they just kind of gave this schmuck to be kind of Lincoln. It's, it's a pretty funny little, huh. little sketch. I like Bob Newhart. Uh, if you also want to see a bunch of movie references, look at um, Quentin Tarantino stuff. He's just full of... He, mm. steals, he steals quite liberally. From other... Yeah. Well, then he likes to make references to his... Past movies and his newer movies. Yep, Big Kahuna Burger. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, in some of these things, I'm like, oh, that's a movie reference I've seen. But like, is it more than just one thing? I remember watching Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World Two when he get when he gets pulled over and the cop comes up to him. And he, have you seen this boy? It's the guy who played T-1000 in Terminator. Oh, really? It's like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a zeitgeist thing. It's just like uh, it's a, just a clever, a clever movie reference. Yeah. Indiana Jones entered it all? I'm looking at these big movies. Indiana, like, it's not something that's really referenced now. Oh, here's something that entered the zeitgeist from Futurama. The I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about that last episode? About the evolution versus creation episode? I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
the and also the the meme of or was that just not sure a, if yeah and shut up and take my money yes those are all three they're bad and you should feel bad you should, <laughs> your music is bad and you should feel bad <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah but oh man I love the I don't want to live on this planet anymore yeah. <laughs> there's some really good references from Futurama I love that movie hmm Unfortunately, some of these things, it's hard for me to tell because I spend so much of my time looking at pop culture stuff mm -hmm. that I don't have the man on the street, every man view of what what is and isn't. Everyone knows about Cronenberg, right? I mean, it's, yeah, which I don't. I didn't. So. I don't think I knew, I really knew what to call it until Fantastic Four was being talked about and watching Rick and Morty. When they accidentally Cronenberg the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Morty's a great show. That is. That's pretty good. That's some solid stuff. That's that's some really high quality uh, chairs in first class. I by know, the way. man. Oh, I've so never flown amazing. like that before. Going back a few scenes, I do like the. I uh, I just bought the airline. That's like it was a good. That's a cool line. Yeah. That's a good thing. I also like. <laughs> this they just get right to here. pee before yeah. training. <laughs> you couldn't use the bathroom before? Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> that's great. Like that's why it's raining in your jeans, because you have to go to the bathroom. I think that's great. Yeah. That's uh, solid stuff. Uh anything Harry Potter? Like there's some movies that are so big. Do, I mean do, people do, 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 do. <laughs> Mind you, that kind of stuff affected young adult movies being made. I mean, they yeah. came out occasionally, but based on that, you got Hunger Games, Divergent, Maze Runner, Twilight. You got all these things being made because like, oh, the young adult audience really likes this stuff. Really so likes we could this. like, yeah. Which Hunger Games started all that dystopian stuff as well. Um, I was going to ask, uh, Quidditch. People play Quidditch now for fun. So, like, you could say there are some. Yeah. Definitely some. It still sells. There's an actual sport that people play now in, because of. In a good way. I don't think this is zeitgeist, but how it affected the world is lots of kids read today because of Harry Potter. Like, yeah. Those books really sparked kids reading again, which is good. <coughs> I don't want to move on too quickly, but uh, Lord of the Rings. That enter, I mean, it definitely. People wanted to make the Hobbit. People wanted to do. Aragon. And all these like mind you, that's Harry Potter and and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but that was. And Star Wars because it's yes because it's yes we done it before. <laughs> <laughs> But what about like what about Lord of the Rings is like referenced in See, like know. everyday because like, I love Lord of the Rings and it's something that I love to watch, you know, but it's remember, a movie I'll go back to and I'll watch every once in a while. But people people will mention Hobbit clothes. People can mention like high water people short people wearing high water like, oh wearing Hobbit clothes. Like it's it's little things. It doesn't have to be necessarily big, but That's true. everybody saw Lord of the Rings. Mm hmm With a few exceptions. This is a really. Is quick... there any like, cause like the eye? Have you heard anybody references like 
Oh, there's plenty. Feeling of like you're being watched or. I see direct. Nothing. Uh, nothing subtle. I don't see any subtle references to the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. I see like Family Guy. Oh, he lost his contact. Where is it? Where? It was miss. Big man's dying. Well, at least he shot pretty bad. So when they're making the maze, like they know this is where they need to go. Like this is their hideaway spot. I guess so. But I do like the idea of the militarized dream security. That was uh -huh. like, oh, that's like that's clever. There's like certain he's mental been, training you trained. can do, yeah. yeah, to have your to your have your mind be blocked by people trying to. That's like because in a world you know, where you can sneak brain. in someone's mind and steal things, people would try and come up with something against it. Uh huh. Your own brain security. Maybe it's just like white blood cells. You just they just killed like a few white blood cells. Maybe. <laughs> so now this guy's going to get you know the flu because it's <laughs> but like when the, the mind flu because ah, it's not I feel you know. sick. Okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm seeing lots of things that are direct movie references, like Schindler's, like or The Exorcist, like splitting, like uh, vomiting split pea soup, and like little like people will reference the movie, mm -hmm. but it doesn't. That in itself isn't referenced beyond the movie. Yeah. Whereas every every father likes to go to his kids and say, "I am your father." It's yeah. everyone likes to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> Here's interesting. Lots of people don't know. I know lots of people who have not seen Citizen Kane. And yet everyone still knows the phrase, it's the Citizen Kane of this. Like, I've never seen Citizen Kane. But I've I? heard that reference. I have heard that reference right. before. So it as a reference entered Zeitgeist. That's I wonder how many times I've said that word so far in this podcast. The Zeitgeist word? Zeitgeist, yeah. Zeitgeist. 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 Three times and <laughs> make Beetlejuice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what about I'm Spartacus? Oh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen plenty of stories like going to Starbucks, put it, my name is Spartacus. Everyone's like, coffee, you know, large latte for Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> no, I am Spartacus. Well, there is um, the... Uh, the Wonders, that thing you do, movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the joke that he, the guy makes with his old girlfriend. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's like, I am Spartacus. He says that over the phone to her. Um, Back to the Future. Pepsi had a joke about that one too. I remember that one. I, 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 I got I, a I lunch found, here. I like I have a sandwich and a, and a Pepsi. <laughs> her name is a Spartacus. I am Spartacus. <laughs> and he just starts crying. He's people trying to steal his lunch. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, that is a good one. Um. Uh, what did I just say? Um, oh, uh, Back to the Future. I mean, 2016, 2015, whatever, like, people were so excited, like, hoverboards, oh no, Doc Brown did this again. Like, it. Mm hmm. People Cubs won the that. World Series. Yeah. Yeah. A, so, year, a year too late. A year but still. later. <laughs> Curse of Back to the Future. But that movie is 
people talk about that that movie. I would say Back to the Future is totally a zeitgeist. Yeah. Ghostbusters at all? When someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> I think Ghostbusters is more stuck within the decade it came in. People, they, you think, know, they try think, and like revive it and stuff, but I think people that know, people will quote it, but I think only about itself. It is a beloved movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't think. I don't know if it's like a universal. Here's something: how it affects people's thinking. Empire Strikes Back. Whenever the sequel is coming out, people are like, oh, is it going to be the Empire Strikes Back of it? Is it going to be the darker, oh, maybe, for, better, maybe better ones? Yeah. yeah. Or for anything. Like, Iron Man 2 is coming out. People are like, oh, is it going to be the Empire Strikes Back? Like, any, any second movie in a trilogy is like, oh, is it going to be the Empire Strikes Back? Nope. It's going to be... It's going to be a guy with electric It's going to be Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> the worst one. The worst one. Arguably the worst one. Hmm. Anything else? Now, one would think, oh man, these guys haven't prepared for this. But we are an hour and 12 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, dude. We've talked for a straight hour and 12 minutes about Zeitgeist. Any other touchstone kind of movies you can think of? Well, I'd like to know, like, what kicked off the Western stuff, you know? Oh, that was like radio show. That was yeah. movie serials. That was... So it went from like Lone Ranger on the radio to Lone Ranger on the, in the big screen. And you got Spaghetti Westerns. Cause what do you mean Spaghetti? Spaghetti Westerns, that, that phrase was these, these movies, these Western movies that were all filmed in Italy because they had certain uh, tax breaks and incentives. Like all of the good, like Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, few mm-hmm. dollars more, those are all spaghetti westerns. Uh, Hence, all the Mexicans have blue eyes because <laughs> they're Italians. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. Not all of them, but a lot yeah, of them. I yeah, I know what you mean. And like lots of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, like you have the scenes you, you see of. Uh, I really like the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It's, it's my favorite western of all time. The, the kind of drunk commander at the, at the bridge, that, remember that scene? Uh-huh. All of his lines are dubbed. He's speaking Ita- Italian. Same with uh, the bad. All of his lines are dubbed. He's speaking Italian. That's crazy. Or almost all of them. Like I've seen deleted scenes from the movie, and they didn't bother to dub them again. So everything's in Italian. It's spaghetti westerns. You've never heard that <laughs> phrase before? No. That's cr- that's crazy to me because that that is a common saying. Well, that's, now I know. I don't know if it's zeitgeist stuff, but it is a. Yeah, they it's were like these Italian these, made these, these are your spaghetti westerns. Yeah. Like, uh, would would you, know, you say the good, the bad, and the ugly is? That's totally a zeitgeist movie. Because it's not just that. The I mean, yeah. this the this, this the title. Yeah. People will say, they see three people in a movie like, oh, good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh-huh. Like, it just people will. It is, in yeah. at least at least some way. Maybe not a touchstone movie, but totally a zeitgeist movie. Who knows if that's a touchstone movie or not? Also, it's it's the best prequel of all time. I'm calling it. The good, the bad, and the ugly is the mm-hmm. best prequel of all time. Yep. Because it technically takes place. It was the third movie made, but it technically took place before, before the other two. Because he gets the poncho at the end, like oh, that's what he wears for the first two. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't get it until. I love the fashion of that movie, like his his. 
his uh, cream colored duster at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is slick. That <laughs> man, that is. Uh, those are some, yeah. Good grief. Oh, little thing. I don't. It's not referenced as much nowadays, but movie reference. Uh, Home Alone, the slapping the face. Oh. Ah. Oh, thing. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like, like Home Alone that much. Huh? It's like I'm struggling to bring up more. Yeah. Those are fine movies, but. I mean, when someone sets booby traps in the house in a movie, people talk about it being a Home Alone, Home Alone thing. Blah, blah, blah. We still need to do our Western episode. Yeah. And watch. Watch Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The only problem is we have a hard time talking past an hour and some. And that movie is like three it's hours long. long. Maybe we should just talk through half of it or something. and Yeah. People can watch the rest of it if they want to. We should watch sometime, because I'm just going to keep talking about things. We should do an episode about uh, kind of remakes and watch like Seven Samurai, which went on to be uh, seven, or, uh, Magnificent Seven, which they just remade as Magnificent Seven. And here's something. This is the title, Magnificent Seven. One. This, like, within the last two years, you got The Ridiculous Six, The Hateful Eight, and a remake of Mag- Magnificent Seven. <laughs> so. I'd be good with watching that. So coming up with a plan. Back to the movie a bit. We can actually, we've been talking not about the movie as true. much. We have not been talking about the movie as much. So he's, this is when he's talking about the, the backstory of them, them going to limbo. Way under and building up their whole world. Yeah. Which is, a, which is an amazing... I, I love that. The yeah. push over <laughs> the sandcastle and the real thing collapses. Falls over. I mean, I like, it's odd to film shots like that. Like, oh, I'm going to be following you behind... Right at butt level, watching you hold your hands. <laughs> like, this is... It's romantic. <laughs> I'm really self-conscious about my butt right now. <laughs> uh, I don't, like, why would I want to, like... I feel like I'd get bored of that after a while, though. Like, oh, we made this whole entire city, but there's, like, nobody in it. Yeah, no constructs. I mean, it's fun that we're doing stuff together, but... I want to like. Oh, isn't like she, yeah? She wanted to stay there. Yeah. That's weird, man. I don't think I'd want to stay in my dream world for forever. I'd want to. Never forever, but it would be fun to have godlike power without hurting anybody. Uh-huh. Just like I want to make dream. all these things. Yeah. I I both like and dislike the fact they just didn't do. They didn't go too much into the mechanic of why this existed. Oh, it was created so soldiers could uh, fight to kill. training, yeah. And, like, that's all they needed. Yeah. Which, the movie's long enough. They don't need to delve into where no. it came from. Would you? Would that be considered hanging a lantern on it? Or, no? No, they, didn't, like, they don't reference it. Like it's they, not like a glaring problem. It's like, oh, this is how it works, so we can move yeah, on. Yeah, hanging a lantern on it would be if someone directly referenced, like, that's it's all. a plot hole. And but, you're like... We know we'll it's like, a plot hole. We'll just right. say it. It's like, it's oh, the military hole. created it. Like, you're not going to tell me any more than that? Like, we don't have time for that right now. That would be that. Yeah. Like in Looper, the... Wait, I'm confused. How does all this work? Like, oh, if I talk to you about time travel, we'd just be two guys in a coffee shop talking about time travel. That was like, like we don't right, know how to write this well, so... We're just going to get straight to the I'm action. just going to tell you that if you worry about time travel, you're a big dummy. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> all you need to know is that it can happen.
And she wants to commit suicide. She does play a very good manic. Like, I'm going to kill like, yeah. gonna, gonna myself. Like, Come on, let's do it. They're waiting for oh, us. Oh, the, the champagne glass. I remember that detail. Because like, every time he goes in that room in his little elevator of his mind, uh-huh. he steps on that glass again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought you, oh, an interesting you. reference that my brother talked about was like every single time that he sees... Um, what my brother was saying is every single time he sees Maul, mm-hmm. um, it's her trying to like wake him up. Yeah. So she actually has made it through and he's still unconscious and she's still trying to reach out to him. Oh, the the fact that it wasn't just come on, come wake me up like, or come wake up with me. This isn't real. It's the fact that she did enough to frame him yeah. for murder if he doesn't wake it's up like, with her. It's in the like, you should have no choice but to do this. Like, Oh, this is... It's an intense uh, scene. Such a sad scene. But is it... One, one thing people have talked about, like, weakness in the movie, like, Interstellar, mm-hmm. was he doesn't do the whole... The one thing that goes across time and space is love. I'm like, this is some pretty wooden dialogue. He doesn't do emotional stuff incredibly well. He does action. He does thought-provoking things really well. So, like, this is an intense scene, but not because... Like, I forget that they are married and in love. They're, she's just the villain, and he's sympathetic to her. Oh, I don't, for I don't, Inception. Yeah. He, huh? he, doesn't, he doesn't write the strongest, like, emotional connections to the things. As far... Do you mean like love stories in yeah. general? Then all f- his love stories. Like, did you have ever, like something... did you ever like really feel for Rachel and Batman? No, no. That's a good point. Like, but all of his like, that's probably the closest he got to like a traditional love story because in the Prestige. Like, you have them being the two brothers, <laughs> and, like, there's, like, this love and hate type of thing, and it's just, like, really depressing. And the, with the two, with the wife and the mistress, one loves one, one loves uh-huh. the other, like, it's it's written that you know what's going on, and you could think about it yourself, but you don't actually get all that much. Coming through, yeah. You, you see emotion, but you don't feel emotion. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it's, like, it's different. It's not... And then with this one, you know, yeah, for the most part, you see her as the person who's sabotaging everything, which is it his own mind that's sabotaging everything or is it her, you know, like, which is kind of a cool play, but it's like what you're saying as far as like an emotional connection or like this love connection. It's not really. Yeah. Like I, I never see them as a loving couple. So you just, is this the first time you've picked out like a major flaw with? There, there, Nolan film. <laughs> there are always little things like that, the fact that yeah, with any director, I guess. But what movie is perfect? Star I mean, Wars Episode Four. Sure. <laughs> just kidding. Actually, I don't even think that's perfect. That's just it's, you, that's just because you say that in film classes they like. Yeah, it's held up as it's like the for a storytelling plot or whatever. Or, it does, yeah, there's no extra nonsense that isn't needed. Mm-hmm. A little bit of fantasy, a little bit of anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, not everyone. You can't you can't please all the people all the time. No, kind of you can't. But I like this movie for enough what, that what I was like, what they were going for. Yeah, what they're going for, they totally hit, and it was, you know, they did an awesome job of it. Did uh, did Fight Club enter the zeitgeist at all? I mean, you didn't know about the twist, but that's I've that's referenced in, in other things. Like Mr. Robot. Spoilers. He has an imaginary... It's a big show right now. He, he has an imaginary Fight Club Tyler Durden kind of thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Durden. Have they already done the You Need to Think a Bit Bigger? And no, come, not yet. And he pulls out the grenade It'll launcher? Show, yeah, it's supposed to come up right here because he's... Ha- he's Having issues with this guy. What do you think of the mechanic that no, you can't die, you, because you'll go to limbo instead of waking up. It, In you this need, movie, you need to give stakes. You need to have stakes because oh, you yeah, can't well, have your characters impervious to harm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, I guess if we mess up, then we'll just try again later or something. But you know, instead of thinking, that's where it's at. That's a great reveal of the gun, too. Just like out of camera, out of camera. Big old grenade launcher. <laughs> I like their, their little rivalry between uh-huh. those two in the movie. It's really good. Oh, here's something this movie entered the zeitgeist and affected things. For the next 10 years after this movie, all movie trailers had the... That's totally true. And people were super sick of it. Uh-huh. Don't need a freaking but it's, blaring It's the kind of thing like, oh, someone did this and we're really bad. tired of it. Because this, this movie did it amazingly well. Other movies don't well, deserve it. It's because it was went with this movie. like. Yeah. Another thing that affected has affected trailers, at least for the last few years, is Guardians of the Galaxy. How's that? Yeah, kind of like a fun, like get an old pop song. Uma Chaka, Uma, Oh, uh, yeah. Like when... Suicide Squad trailer came out. People are like, oh, this is, they're just trying to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh huh. Because they just they picked did some Queen, really cool. They did Queen. Yeah. Uh huh. So now they're in the third world? Yes. No, second. Second. Okay. The third is the snow level. Oh, that's right. This is the second one. This is where. They introduce themselves to him as like, hey, like there's something I need to let you know about. Yeah, I'm head of security. Uh huh. And they just like kind of accept it because they're in a dream. Uh, what do I say? Whatever. It's a clever stuff. I'm going to pretend to be a construct. I'm going to pretend to be part of his psyche. That's, that's, cl- that's just like blend in. Yeah, there is, this movie was very, very clever. I remember being so impressed uh-huh. with this movie. I did have a, I think my sister watched it. And she was kind of like a little broken after, after watching it. Like, oh, that, that was so weird. Like, uh-huh. My wife had that has that kind of thing when when the first time she watched the only time she watched Fight Club with me, she was like, "I 
that was too much. And and my mind legitimately broke when I watched American Psycho. Did you ever see that movie Uh -uh. with Christian Bale? I've not seen because it's this uh, Wall Street yuppie likes to hire prostitutes and murder them, and just it's and at the end, nothing happens. He doesn't get caught. He called and confessed to somebody. He, oh, ki- yeah. he, he kills Jared Leto. <laughs> it was all this stuff. Like, you don't actually know, because he's off his meds and part of it. Uh-huh. Like, did that actually happen? Because people are like, oh, I got that call. That was hilarious. People are like, they just don't believe that he killed anybody. Like, so it ends with him just going like, oh, nothing really does matter. And he's an empty shell of a human anyway. It's... My mind was, a, so was you're broken. So like, oh. I was like, it's what, like, what, what, what? what? <laughs> you watched The Secret in Their Eyes recently, which is. I don't know that one. It's it's not a very old movie. Um, it just came out recently. And uh, Jessica did not like it. It doesn't have like a good ending. You know, she hated it. I actually, I was okay with it. I actually, in some ways, I like it when there's an ending that's not how it's supposed to turn out or all perfect. Because an Empire Strikes Back kind of ending? Han Solo's in Carbonite. They don't. Yeah, but like that one, even Empire Strikes Back though, like has a, like, oh, like we're going to make things right type of thing. Whereas in like, like an American Psycho, it's like, that was it. Like there isn't anything good about this message at all. It's just like. What other, what other movies haven't ended happy? Don't end the way you want and think. Have an unsettling ending. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's a lot of scary movies that have endings like that, like The Ring. Oh, oh, The Ring. Oh, The Ring. <laughs> I both love and hate that movie. Because the first time I watched it, I was in middle school, and it I couldn't get past, like, the first ten minutes. <laughs> like, this is, this is creeping the heck out. But later, uh, I watched it in college, and, we, and there were some girls over at our apartment, and they were having a really hard time. So it was my job and another person, like, my roommate's, to almost do mystery science theater kind of stuff, like like make jokes, make it yeah to lighten the mood about it. Yeah, so probably not as so, but I was like legitimately scary. Like, oh, we finally we made her at peace. She's everything's fine, and then she crawls out of the TV and kills that guy. That was a, that's a scary <laughs> scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of movies like that though that kind of have that unsettling. I'm just I'm trying to think of. A lot of times we don't. I want to go over to my bookshelf and look at all the movies. Like, what? There's got to be something. I don't watch them because. I like that effect, the water. Uh huh. Like gravity changing. Yeah. And just act like it's normal. Because you're in a dream. Um. I love the fact, like, if he accepts it, they go all back and back to normal. Like, it's either, like, it's a make-or-break moment. Mm-hmm. It's smart. It's Now, mind you, some people think about this movie being, oh, people think they're so clever liking this movie, but it's really not that complicated. It's not that complicated, but it... Nobody has, like, nobody's made a movie about the concept of, like, dreaming, though. And that's, yeah, like, to Tec- this extent, anyway, I feel like. The only movies that I can think of that have, like, dream stuff affecting the real world is Freddy Krueger... And there was an old comic of DuckTales that they go into people's <laughs> dreams to steal information. Like, this idea was stolen from DuckTales. Nice. Now we know where you get your inspiration from, Christopher Nolan. Yep. That explains all the talking ducks in all your movies. 
Uh-oh, he sees his children. That means Vols. Close by. Yeah. So doesn't, like, that's his own security, pretty much? Yeah. Because they would wake he, him up? He thinks the, uh, he's tricking him to thinking those are the bad guys. Uh-huh. He's fighting against his own psyche. Which, again, there's a lot of things you could delve into. The movie has enough layers already. They don't need to go into stuff. Yeah. Also, I, I applaud Nolan for not making a sequel to this. To not trying to Please think of something. don't ever. Just, it's perfect as it is. Whereas I had a friend, like, I had a friend that made the argument that he didn't want another uh, Incredibles movie. Because the movie, it was so perfect, don't make no sequel. I'm like, no, I want a sequel to, to Incredibles. Just I like, could do a sequel to Incredibles. Like, this movie is so tightly wrapped up. Whereas a superhero movie, you want to see their Well, it's also... I want to end the movie with you not knowing is he in the dream world or not, and I've perfectly set it up like that. Why would I like screw that up yeah. by having another movie? And I we're not gonna you can't spend a whole movie delving into that as well. Like I yeah. feel like he he like he builds this whole movie up to this whole thing of like he still doesn't even know. It's true. And that's where he leaves it. And it's making like, another movie would just ruin that. I feel like it's like you have your Mona Lisa and then you're like, nah, let's just like I'm gonna go back and do some stuff over the Mona Lisa that yeah. I was it's just like, no, it's, it really is perfect as is. It's like, I'm not a big video game person, but I follow enough pop culture to know about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when like a movie or a, a video game has, like you can pick to be a good guy or a bad guy in the movie, or in the, sorry, in the, in the game, and then they make a sequel. The sequel had to assume that you did one of the, la- the last ones. Like, oh, I decided to be a bad guy. But the sequel is like, we're going to assume you were the good guy, and here's the sequel to that. You're like, no, but I wasn't a good guy. Because they can't make, like, because that'd be two drastically different be games. Because the four to make, could be going yeah. completely different directions. That's too bad. Yeah. But, whatever. Video games are for nerds. Haven't <laughs> 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 played a video game in a long time. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, one sec. You Here. Talk about what's happening in the movie. I, I gotta go over to my, my bookshelf and look at the movies. Like, there's gotta be. Because I know be some like, other ones. There's. Because I, I know my movies. Silence of the Lambs, I feel like, is another one mm. that has. You have that unsettling. Because she doesn't. They get the killer, but they don't get the real mastermind behind all of it. Um. So I feel like Silence of the Lambs is another good one as far as like an unsettling ending. Yeah, true. Or an ending that you don't like. Um, Saw, the Saw movies. Oh, torture porn movies. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 you know, that's Human Centipede. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that and Hostel. And... I mean, a lot of those are just like completely gr- just gross, I feel, in some ways. Like, it's not like just an unsettling ending. Yeah. Oh, here's another one that another touchstone thing was uh, the Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah, we've talked about that one before. Yeah, there are a few movies that that came before it, but that was really the first movie that that started the found footage mm-hmm. genre or style, which many people think I wish that never would have happened. But movies like Chronicle are pretty darn good. So the uh, Paranormal Activity. Yep. First and second one were pretty scary. Make those movies for nothing. 
And then after that, rake, you're pretty rake, lame. But... Rake in the money, but it's a lot less, a lot less money. Or like they don't spend almost any money on those things, and they make millions. They make a bunch so. of money off it. It's kind of pretty smart. If people like it or are entertained by it. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how movies of today. Because not everything. I don't know what movies have we talked about that weren't big movies that that affected things. Because like Casablanca, Star Wars. Godfather. These are all big Huge. movies. Not every movie, again, after well, not everything big affects it, but I think only big things. Because we're older and we're not like in the movie industry to really know all this stuff in detail. Because like an example you gave was like Blade was before X Men, but it's really X Men like like I think because I would think that that's you know Blade probably still played an important role, but because like I think kickstart it's it. not like oh Blade. Blade happened, and then they decided to make X-Men. I think X-Men was already in production before oh, really? Blade came out. Well, I'm just saying, like, there so. there could be, like, other movies, like, before The Godfather, but I don't know enough about movies back in that Yeah, I think the movie, the movie has to be a certain... has to get a certain amount of success because you can't affect the entire world if only 12 people saw your movie. Kind of thing. Yeah. So. What do you feel like... I feel like nowadays that like everything is like a remake of everything or like, you know, we're going to have a sequel. To this. One of the reasons why Inception was so cool. It was like, this isn't based on a book. This when, isn't based on. When did that get, when did that start? I like, when did that become like a thing? Because so I feel everything like it's got always remake like, happy? or remake happy and we're Reboot. making another one of these. We're just going to do another one of these. We already know we are like, we did pirates. Well, let's make a two and three. And now we're going to make a four and five. Like, or I think I think it was affected somewhat by Harry Potter, because can you imagine going to a movie studio and going, I want to make eight movies based on this. You're like make... what? You want? We haven't even found out if the first one did well. You want to make eight? Want to make eight movies? Like what movie? What good franchise has eight movies in it? None, <laughs> except for <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> it's uh, like that. I would disagree with. All the Harry Potter movies I, being I, good movies, but, right. <laughs> but like that, they did, they were all successful. I think that was a big, they were. a big thing. I, and I think Twilight was the first time anyone did the split it in two. Like, oh, we have a movie, we have a book, we're gonna split it into two, so we can actually fit. Because that, everything. that then Harry Potter did that, then Hobbit did that. That'd be cool. Ugh. Which they didn't need. To did do not need to. This is probably my one of my favorite levels. <laughs> like a video game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the yes, it's the snow one. Super militarized. I'm a big fan of Hoth and Lord of the Rings or uh, Star Wars. So. See, I remember like being in this and like once they got into that third level, I was like, this is so cool. Like, there's this going on, and there's this going on, and then there's this. Like, I remember just thinking, like, wow, this is like crazy. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't too much that you couldn't keep track of it, you know. And you've seen the filming how they did the hallway fight, like the big. I mean, it, that's not new technology. They did mm -hmm. that back... It was Buster Keaton again, right? Isn't that him dancing on the ceiling and stuff? I, I don't know where it originally came from. You're the one who's the movie buff person, not me, so... Yeah. But, but it yeah. is, like... But the fact that it's this an entire hallway. It's not just, like, a little room. Yeah. Like a whole hallway. Very cool stuff. It's like they're all closing in on him. 
Like, you have, they're closing in on him. The guy's about to die. That's some good action stuff. Which, like, but it's interesting. This, this action stuff isn't cliche action stuff. You don't see I, a lot of explosions with sparklers. Uh-huh. I mean, that did happen when he shot the grenade launcher. But a, a car just crashed. The car did not blow up. Yeah. It feels more real. More real and, and not as predictable. Because you're like, oh, I'm getting these camera angles that are every action movie uses. It's not. This took such a long time to choreograph, as you <laughs> could imagine. so hard. My gosh, man. It is. It's like, it's very like, it feels pretty like clean. I don't know. No shaky cameras. Also, just the fact they had to get the camera down the whole hallway and not seeing the track or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Here's something that people keep trying to get off the ground but never happens. Video game movies. Well, they are. They just did Warcraft and Assassin's Creed. Is that right? Assassin's Creed, I don't think it's come out yet. Oh, really? I no. Oh, okay. No. But they Trailer, are. Trailers have come out. Uh, I mean, the only video game franchise that they've done movies that doesn't well at all is the uh, Resident Evil. And those are terrible. <laughs> 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 they've made like five of them. They've just... They're, they're garbage movies. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there others that haven't done? That have done well? Or just that they've done movies on? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Pokemon. <laughs> animated, yeah. Um, they did a, there's a Super Mario Doom. Brothers? Yeah, we've talked about this before in the 90s that you you didn't, you didn't oh, see Oh, yeah, that's right. We and didn't. it is a terrible movie. And the, the two lead actors that played Mario and Luigi were drunk almost every day on set because they just knew it was bad. And they just, oh, my gosh. It's... That's a movie to watch and laugh at, sure. It, yeah. Awesome. It's, it's like the par- Star Wars Christmas special. That movie was definitely affected by uh, Jurassic Park because it has an alternate universe where instead of mammals evolving into humans, dinosaurs evolved, so they have a reptile base. And it was very... It's a weird... That has nothing to do with Mario. It's just a crazy wow, movie. that's odd. Yeah, so video game movies, they just can't seem to get it right. I'm hoping Assassin's Creed is good. It looks fun. Michael Fassbender's a cool guy. I mean, if they were able to, to base a book, I mean, uh, a movie off of a freaking ride at Disneyland, I think you that... think they could do successful with with when a lot of, when a lot of um, movies have storylines, you know? I think that that movie doing well confused people enough that they didn't know what was good about it and therefore like they'll just turn on anything that feels kind of the same uh-huh. like they did a haunted mansion movie they did they tried they tried other things like oh this ride i'm still waiting for teacup teacup ride the movie but <laughs> i think that's alice in wonderland so <laughs> for you sorry eric <laughs> already did dumbo so yeah I don't know, the East the East Lot Churro Stand, the movie. The what? <laughs> it's oh. based on everything in Disneyland. <laughs> the E parking lot? Yes. <laughs> the Donald Duck parking lot? Fast Past the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
good stuff, man. So do you like, we're talking really about the, these aren't cliche action shots. Do you like that? It almost makes me feel a little uncomfortable because it's not predictable. You're like, this isn't looking the way I, I expect an action scene to look. I liked it. I do like I it too. It's just it's like, oh, it's, it's weird. I don't know if I had enough of an expectation for that. No, I'm just overanalyzing everything. Oh, okay. I, I know that. It's not like I felt that during oh, the first I time see. watching it. Oh, I see. Okay. It's just like now like comparing it to others. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast talking about a movie. I'm going to talk about things that I see. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember someone, Cinefix, they talked once about the, the Joker truck, you know, the flipping of the truck and everything like that. Uh-huh. How that, mo- that scene was filmed all wrong. As far as things you learn in film school about like how to certain directional stuff, certain framing, mm-hmm. just wrong. That's not how it's supposed to work. But it looks great. I love that scene. I can't see any flaws in it. It's just like that's not the way you're supposed to do a scene. So what was wrong about it? I can't remember. It's been a couple of years since I, or maybe at least months since I've seen that that video. Uh huh. But yeah, Clint from Cinefix was talking about it. Certain blocking, certain directional stuff, like keeping. I want to say it was something about keeping, uh, like, camera right, camera left. Like, someone's driving down the street, you you stay on one side of them instead of going to the other side. I can't remember. I'll have to. Is there? Did you say there's a YouTube video? Yeah. Okay. So I can find it. Unfortunately, it's not like the title of the YouTube video. It was like, it was one of the roundtable discussions. What was wrong about flipping the truck in Dark Knight? But yeah, it's was good about it anyway. It's gonna be hard to find. Yeah. (laughs) This man, this snow chase scene is awesome. Yeah. Oh, and they cut right back to this. It, it definitely feels action. It definitely action like oh, and, it was, and the the paradox stuff. Freaking, yeah. Freaking great. He like jumps on top of him. <laughs> so. Paradox. Adios, buddy. Um, I think there's no reason for him to hold him that long, but like you gotta get the shot. So like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I gotta show you how cool it is. Yeah, clever stuff. So like it's because of the time lapse. So like now they have the time. They have the time until that hits the water. Yeah, but because that's going slower, this is going faster. Like Man. they have more time than just like five seconds. But it's impressive that. This movie doesn't have one. It doesn't feel gimmicky. A dream within a dream is a cool idea. But it definitely could have been. But it goes. They add enough layers and and cause and effect things. Mm-hmm. They don't feel forced. They don't feel unearned. And yet it could end so badly. It could just be a. It could be a looper. They're just like. It really could oh, have how, been. How, how does the dream within you like? Don't worry about it. Two people talking about dreams like. They, they explain things enough that you feel informed, but not over-explained. They're just like, wait, what? You, you accept the fact this could never happen because it's a movie, but it's mm-hmm. not... Like, completely out of there where you're like, this is lame. Yeah. Like, you want to know what happens. And of course... Leonardo DiCaprio is a good actor. Like so. they, they skied down that mountain to escape an avalanche. 
but there was no triple X grabbing the board, doing board slides, doing, <laughs> they were just like, I'm going to die if I don't get it right. Yeah. This. We got to get no, out of here. Yeah. Cause a new triple X movie is coming out. Oh my gosh. And he like, he's longboarding down a mountain. And one time he, he jumps and he, you know, boards across a bus and then it lands again. Like, I was like, no, it's you wouldn't like be trying schlock. to do tricks. Yeah, you'd yeah. just be trying to get down as fast as you could. Yeah, so that this movie isn't testosterone. Dude, that was so No, cool. it has action in it to give it tension and, you know, to, you know, just to make you have that on edge feeling. But it, yeah, it's not like, this is, yeah, exactly. This is way awesome. Yeah. I love the idea of just the the sneaking into this whole thing just to see can he can see his father and then see tell that, him that he's proud of him. Uh-huh. It's like, and then he wants it like I don't want you to take over my business. I want you to make something of yourself. It's an it's such an interesting idea. The fact that you're rooting for these guys that are really going to screw that guy out of millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> These are the bad guys. <laughs> hey, actually, in some way, maybe they've changed his life, though, because it's true, like, his it, life is like he's not bitter about his grandfather's death anymore. That is the thing that makes. Yeah, you're right. I, I so forgot, and I maybe forgotten. they made his life better in a way. Would so. you rather have, you know, millions, billions of dollars or regret or, your father's or would death? you rather have a, your idea about your father change that he was actually proud of you? That that's a good trade off. I'd be OK with that. Whether Dude's whether it anyway. I mean, he didn't get to make that decision. That was forced upon him. Mm-hmm. But that's not a bad thing to... <laughs> you don't feel bad for him for losing millions. Well, you can't... Can you say it was like completely forced upon him? Or was his psyche in such a way that he wanted it was, to it accept open, it anyway? Yeah. It's like the don't think about elephants. You have to kind of want the thing. Therefore, they did it in such a way. They didn't go, oh, you're going to be super scared. Oh, it's so, it's, oh, opening a new business is scary. Uh-huh. They did it in a way that they knew that he could, they could manipulate him. Yep. Which is kind of cool about, which they've talked about that, you know, during the yeah. movie about what they're going to do to Do you think, do you think idea. this movie could have used more editing, cut out some stuff? Because I love all the scenes in this. I, when, especially the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. I love it. But as I'm watching it and not being able to hear it, I'm like, man, there's a lot more snow battle than I remember. Yeah, is, you're, is you're all like, that it's needed? taking him forever to get to the actual. Yeah, it's kind of. Don't... You know what? Maybe as this much action wasn't needed. You know, yeah. since it's not an action movie. But at the same time, maybe Christopher Nolan was like, well, people will like it if there is some good action. So there's some, some things in here, like this scene, like this is straight up a, a video game level. Oh, yeah. go up to the sniper ru- sniper room. It's like 007. And this stuff is great. The tie everyone together. The, oh, the so drop. they all wake up at the same time? Yeah. Because yeah. you can't give someone the kick in free fall. It's like, or it, mm-hmm. even though free fall is the kind of thing that, yeah, it's the water and it's the falling and. That is one thing I don't understand. Like, it's supposed to be, okay, you, the upper level, your, your actual real self. If you, mm-hmm. get, if you fall, then you wake up and you're pulled out. Okay, so that makes sense. I've had, I've had dreams where I feel like I'm falling and that's what causes me to wake up. Right, they're doing 
both both in dream and out of dream falling wakes you up yeah okay that makes sense because that's how they get when they go down to limbo they have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. so that, it's like it that stays constant over yeah that was one thing this is the one thing i think went on a little long the snow action thing and then he gets shot and they have to go to limbo i'm like oh man i thought the movie was wrapping up here and now they have to go back and do this they have to go back and get him yeah it did feel <laughs> that part was pretty cool gives him the thumbs up such fun this is like it'd be oh, I don't know it's, it's they, they designed this whole thing they were the ones who designed this layout. This mm-hmm. isn't part of his... Oh, I do love Maul sneaks in. Well, and that's the part is like, she's not real. You can't say that. It's really awesome. I thought she's just such a cold-hearted woman, but she's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I just want to mess up everything my husband's trying to do. <laughs> and he's so broken. He wants to believe that that's... Maybe this time that's her. That's the real her. Which, that does... Does that feel earned... Because he's always like, Maul, you're not real. Oh, no, it's this, that, and the other. Like, was that, was what that believable? Just like, could you put yourself in that position? Like, obviously, that's not her. You know that's not her. Yeah. You're, you, you have full like, memory of being three dreams down. How on earth could that be her? Yeah. But, but he's so broken that you, you he understand like, it. Any chance that, for him, any chance that, it's her. He wants and I it. and I couldn't, in full consciousness, like even knowing it's a dream, shoot my wife. That I could see that, but again, that emotional aspect is missing. Mm-hmm. Where you, yeah, when you're watching the movie, you're still just like, no, just shoot her. Gosh dang it! You've it's been like working this whole time. She's yeah. mean. <laughs> you should shoot her. How nice that there's a defibrillator right there. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing? Like, where'd that gun, the, the grenade launcher, he was like, I'm thinking about it, boom, there it is over there. Same with the defibrillator. Like, he's like, oh, it's going to be around this corner, boom, there it is. Or, or was, was it, already, it like, was it we're going to have a defibrillator and a first aid kit just in case anything bad happens yeah. in this room. I don't know. A little bit of a plot hole that's not been explained completely, but. Man, Tom Hardy's good. Have you ever seen the movie, oh, man. The single word thing, the entire movie, is him driving in a car. Tom Hardy? Mm-hmm. I've not. The entire movie is him on speakerphone talking to people as he drives. Like he calls, basically the, the premise of it is he got a woman pregnant that wasn't his wife. And he's talking to his kid, like, tell him I'm not going to be home. He has to call his boss, say I'm not going to be there. Like it's, I, did, I something came up and I wasn't able to finish watching it, but it was like, this is a pretty... Interesting. Intense movie that only only having, shows one person. Having a conversation on the phone. What's it called? Look it up. It's a, it's the guy's name. It's like Locke or something like that. I'm just going to Google Tom Hardy in a car. <laughs> You'll probably get what you're looking for. Tom Hardy in a car movie. <laughs> <laughs> Locke with an E at the end. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 713. It's fun to, to, to watch and know about some smaller 
movies that are really really good. It's crazy. Did you did you watch Ex Machina? Yes. Yeah. That movie. Was did you intense. watch it because I told you about it? I can't remember. There's a movie that kind of leaves you with an unsettling feeling. Yes, it does. Like <laughs> oh, S- spoilers because I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> it's fine. She just screwed that guy over. She manipulated him into thinking that he loved her, and she's like, "I'm gonna lock you in now here I'm to out. die." screw you so i can go and be a human because that's what i want to be yeah that's yeah that's an intense movie oh man that, that yeah, was, that was like, a very that. good movie that was a trippy one and you can you can tell it has a small budget but the things they actually spend their money on are great oh yeah because like you can only tell the small budget because you're not seeing big cityscapes you're not seeing anything like this on the screen right now these big cities uh-huh but you don't need it but like uh the robot woman it's very Looks well perfect. Done. Yeah. You don't see any flaws. I don't think. I don't think hotel. I don't think elevators do that. Have it easily just open, pop off at the top of the ceiling. But apparently, in like every single movie that has an elevator, it's true. It's every elevator I look up on has like a weird uh, lights with grid. Nothing. Nothing. There's no solid surface. It's all. Yeah. That's a good little shot, little establishing shot of the guys coming in. Definitely feels video game like, and in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Not like, because that's usually that, that yeah, is usually oh, taken this as is a video insult. game. Darn it. So wait, he's. Oh yeah. They gotta bring him back to life. Yeah, and the the people later is gonna be, he's actually gonna bring him back, but mm-hmm. because he died, he's in limbo, regardless of if he's awake or not. Yeah, or alive or not. Interesting. You could go. Not that you want it, because there's enough in this movie already. Again, I'm thinking about, like if they ever did a sequel, which I don't want. <laughs> Dreams are full of. Really mystical weird. space yeah. horror everything a man can imagine and this is all takes place in cities has real guns you nobody's walking around without their pants on yes <laughs> are oh, their teeth no. falling out i came to steal your mind but i forgot my underwear it's like, oh. <laughs> and it's, i haven't studied for the final oh no <laughs> man they really didn't go for any cliche I'm so Stuff. glad they didn't. They just That's, they just pick some things like falling, um, raining because you need to pee. Yeah, just like some really you know, and that just brought a nice light light little chuckle. Yeah. Hmm. That's sad. Like the trees are dead. Cause they haven't been there for so long. Yeah, I forgot. Like they have all of their old apartments. Like mm-hmm. Everywhere they used Lined to Lined up next to each other. Uh, Man, I have to say the places I lived wouldn't look as nice as those. Yeah. I mean, they're all dilapidated, but... Yeah. What about... Great Escape. For a Zeitgeist movie. Putting a team together. I mean, that's... It's like Ocean's Eleven type of thing. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven did it. You're saying that the first, the original ones. Yeah, were... I think because like, there's an episode of Thirty Rock where he talks about 
he's he's uh, dating many. Uh, Jack Donaghy is dating a lot of different women, and he talks about it being great escape. They all have different skills. They all have different things about the dating. <laughs> And then he finds out one of his girlfriends is doing the same thing, but she calls it Pokemoning, catch them all instead of Great Escape. Escape. That's funny. Oh, man. Mm. There are movies that are incredibly meaningful and have affected me, like To Kill a Mockingbird, but I don't know of anything. People know about that movie, but how it doesn't affect. Like. It affects references. how people think about race relations, but does it affect... Yeah. We're talking about pop culture here. Not something as serious as... Yeah. <laughs> and like, but no one... It's not referenced uh, in an everyday life, in a, in, a, in a phrase, in a thing. It's... It affected how we think about things, mm-hmm. but not in a... Not in not a... Not pop culture or anything. No, yeah. Hmm. It's funny how she's just like walking next to him. It's like, oh, this is horrible. And he's got his gun out and everything. Yeah. It's all intense. Like her, her feeling is just like, I'm just mad at you. This is all your fault. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. <laughs> you should have stayed out of it. Yeah. There's something about her eyes and her accent and the way she performs it. that's just unsettling. Very, it's like, yeah. You're going to stab me. <laughs> <laughs> totally like foreboding. I'm like, this scene, I do that. This scene did actually have emotion. I I remember having... Because he has to to convince her that she's dead. That she isn't real. Not that her reality isn't real, that she isn't real. And I do remember feeling something during that. Yeah. It was kind of... You're like, oh, man. Yeah. That's too bad. Have you ever... You know, we have a little bit of time. Has there ever been a movie that really just got to you, that just made you like made you cry or made you like oh my gosh being really over overcome with emotion <laughs> yeah there's been movies that have done that um the first one that comes to mind is the patriot oddly enough really when this family dies no when um when he when the guy is the the villain is about to kill him and he's standing there and like He's like he's about to die, but like the uh, the revolutionaries are winning the battlefield, and it's just like we won, and it just like shows the guy carrying the American flag. Like it definitely like made me emotional. Huh. And then he... one of the movie that I don't know if anyone cries during this movie that made me and my wife cry. We were just married. It was the same a few months, few maybe weeks within getting married. Mm-hmm. We watched Highlander. You know, have you ever seen Highlander? Mm-hmm. You have. It's really, it's worth it. So you know the, the thing. He's immortal. He can only die if someone cuts off his head. And there's a whole bunch of other immortals that if you kill one, you gain their power. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was a Highlander, a Scotsman. And his, he's immortal and he looks the same as he did. And his wife has grown old and is dying. And, and then she dies and he carries her off to, you know, you know, bury her and uh, Queen's Who Wants to Live Forever. Who wants to live? Because Queen did the soundtrack. That that destroyed us. No we way. Were, we were weeping uncontrollably. Wow. Yeah. I'll say another one. Um, most recent, actually, because it was Inside Out, actually. Was it Bing Bong? 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. When she gets all when like she makes it over the thing and then like he like jumps out and because he knew like, that he couldn't. Uh huh. And he yeah. was like and like there was a part of like made me like miss my childhood in some ways. Like I think that's how it got to it's my. It's a little feels. loss of innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know uh, Inside Out was gonna do that to me when I went and watched it, but it totally up, did. Beginning of Up. Yes. My gosh, yeah. <laughs> Pixar destroys people. Gosh, I, I do love. I saw this little little, uh, little meme thing. It's kind of a text conversation. Like, oh, what are you doing? I'm watching a movie. Oh, like, what, what's a, what is it? Like, oh, it's a story about a a father whose family is slaughtered, and then his his son is kidnapped. He has to go on an adventure to get him back. Like, what movie is that? Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar uh, can destroy people. Like the yeah, end of can. or the the fiery scene of Toy Story three. Like Yeah, dude. Like, they, they, like, they, what they make kid they make you go on long enough, they're like, oh, they're really going to kill them. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I was like, they're not gonna die. And I was like, okay, oh, this is like two things have already failed. Like this it's it's Are they gonna they're, burn them? <laughs> like you can't they, just burn them. Come hold on. Themselves and yeah. People call it Schindler's toy box. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, no, that's, I've never seen Schindler's List because I know it would destroy me, but I, I want to see Schindler's List. I haven't seen that one lately, actually. like this last week or so. I've like, I want to watch it. I want to go take my laptop, rent it, go somewhere without anyone around me Ball to like watch it because I don't want to be self-conscious. I just want to feel the horrors and the emotion of what that was. It was... understandable i'm trying to think of other movies that have made me this is very interesting camera angles because it's showing it from not their eyes but it's over the shoulder but yet it's tilted so it, you're not seeing like... their that's a good that's a good uh, oh, vision. that's a good yeah. cover yeah yeah that's when she's like no Ugh. Yeah, this this scene does establish that I am sorry for yeah. destroying you, for having, Tricky, like, yeah. breaking you enough that you killed yourself, convincing you know to come down with me, and, and like and she start that that I do remember that okay, she starts yeah. crying because she's accepting the fact that that she doesn't that she's dead. Uh huh. That was that was earned. That was, but they could have used something. Not spoiling this twist. Uh huh. This like kind of the thing. point, yeah. Like, because you don't like her at all. Like, you're like, gosh, man, just forget about her. Yeah, it's like, shoot her. She's gonna ruin everything. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Excellent movie. Hmm. Let's see. A good, a good build of, of tension that, see that was, I mean, grenades don't have that much fire. They have shrapnel, uh -huh. but that wasn't sparklers. That wasn't, pew, another, a Michael Bay explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Michael Bay explosions. That was a Michael Bay explosion. Did that one have sparklers? <laughs> no, it didn't have sparklers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. It's like, are you watching fireworks or explosions? Yeah. Oh, here's a touchstone movie, Toy Story. It was the first full-length CG oh, movie. Oh yeah. Duh. I mean, that's 
That's like Snow White. That was the first full-length animated movie. Uh -huh. I do like the way they, they incorporate some thunder. of those it's... things. Yeah, but like you said, it's not like a cliche. It's a clever movie that knows it's clever. Yep. Which some people will will take points from. Really. Yeah, some people really dislike this movie because, like, people hold it up as like, oh, that's, oh, it's one of my favorite movies. I'm, I'm so smart. Like, I watch I watch cinema. I watch films. I don't watch movies. I watch films, and this is amazing. Like, people don't like the the snobbery of people who really like the movie because it's, oh, I understand everything. Yeah, it's not that hard. It's just... Well, of, course, it's more, of course it's, it's not that hard because... It's not a popcorn movie. It's not bad guy try kill good guy. Good guy kill bad guy. <laughs> it's it's more than that, but it's just it's intriguing. Like it's like a little puzzle that you're like trying to solve while yeah. you're watching the movie. Yeah, but I, it's not as annoying as a Sudoku puzzle. I do. I I never clicked on them, but kind of the clickbait, kind of YouTube ad, kind of stuff. Like, oh, ending of Inception explained. I'm like, there's nothing to explain. Uh, it's well, perfectly straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. If you were paying attention the whole time and listening to the dialogue, you wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah, and maybe that's me being snobbish. Because, like, yeah, it's not that... I, I just think there's some people who don't really care to just to pay attention to yeah. what's being said that much sometimes when they watch movies. And I like sometimes... I'm in a, If I'm in a certain mood for a movie where I don't have to pay attention to what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. But this is one where you definitely have to pay attention to what's being said. It's like when there's some movies that I just can't watch... Um, I can't, uh, what was it? Um, I, I can't have my phone out while watching. Like I give some movies the respect of just like, I'm going to watch this movie. Uh -huh. I, Cause I've, I've become very addicted to having a phone like, Oh, yeah, TV, I'll just watch like, yeah. phone. I'll have at least two screens going on. But with TV shows, you don't need to really pay attention to what's going on like a lot. Like so. Stranger Things? You I was, did, I was yeah, watching Stranger yeah, yeah. Things. No, I, nothing else was getting in the way. I was paying attention. You were in the movie or the show. Yeah, and one of the reasons why I really like going to going to the movies instead of watching it at home is because I can't do it. It forces me to just. Oh, I remember when when Doctor Strange started. It's a good. It's a great movie. Go see mm -hmm. it. I remember like kind of the initial establishing shots. I'm just like, if I was at home, I'd be pulling out my phone right now because this isn't like <laughs> grabbing me. It's interesting, uh, but it's not like yeah. oh man, that is. You're like, I have to see I get, what's going I can on sense myself wanting to pull a phone out. Wasn't this guy in Batman Begins, the old man? Wasn't he like the an advisor to the, to the Waynes or something? The dad here in Inception? Um, he looks so familiar. Let me see his face again. I thought that was the you didn't get the memo guy. No. And he's not. That's, that's not, that not guy, the no. same guy. I don't... I don't know if he's in the Batmans or not. He's in something. I know that. I'm going to look up IMDb because it is odd. We live in a day of like, oh, I don't know this. You could just oh, look, look it up. It's <laughs> really easy. At. Take the time to figure it out. Inception IMDb. Hurry. Look. Look. No. I, I, it, it's It's clever. Look at my safe. He's like waiting for him to like get the idea. 
Oh my gosh. Look at the actress who plays Maul, not with that same... Holy cow. That's, that's like completely different person. Yeah, like I got... I'm going to check and see if that's even the right... Like, is that a mistake? It doesn't look anything <laughs> like that. Oh. We just watched Usual Suspects a few weeks ago. That's the guy who works for... Oh, Kazu yeah. Sose. That's from... Mr... Um, Mr. Teacup, whatever his name was. I can't remember. Yamashiro or something like that. Yeah, that's where I know him from. Time to wake up. I can hear that in my stomach growling on, on the recording. Oh, <laughs> I was like, really? just now, like, oh man. It's time for that lunch. Was, that was loud. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. Anyway. Y'all better wake up. The open eye death thing is like, oh, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) You better get out of there. Oh, wait. No, he has to go down and go and get Mr. Um, No, they already got him. uh, They already kicked him out of the building. This guy? Not that guy. What are you talking about? He has to go and get the other guy. The. Oh, um, the guy who died. Yes. Yeah. Because he's. The way the movie started. the, The puffy old man. Yes forgot about that and i remember when i first saw it i was like oh yeah this guy oh because making a big great big one round in a movie is always kind of cool because yeah. does he have to go down another level yeah of, he does a limbo? Uh-huh. a limbo within a limbo kind of thing to go get him i forgot how does he get there because he doesn't have a dream machine does he just make himself Drink a bunch of NyQuil. Fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> hurry, hurry, we don't have much time. Dude, I, hurry. I know, it's like... go get him. I remember you one, thinking that. There's one thing like, this shouldn't line up in time-wise anymore, because that's... You're out of time. This is done. You, you still I have a thing like to do. I feel like they should have done this before... Yeah. That was kind of sweet, them like being old together. This scene made it. I'd forgotten about this, that they do actually, you feel for them because of this stuff. Man. Ugh. Good movie. Long movie. It's hard to do, hard to do episodes with. We need to pick long. a shorter movie for the next one. It's just like we want to watch movies we actually want to watch. Yeah. Which, again, like we're we're putting ourselves in a in a bad spot if we ever try to do the western, good, the bad, and the ugly, because we I don't have a lot to talk about westerns. We should just pick a different western. We should just watch that movie sometime without recording anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. Wake up! Wake up! So what about everybody else in the van? Oh, they break out breathing apparatuses, I think. Oh, that's something. right. So they they get out on their own. So these guys think we escaped the kidnappers. And one of them is Tom Hardy, obviously. Yeah. So, but. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you ever gone scuba diving? Have you ever gone scuba, scuba diving? Yeah, a swimming pool. Really? How was like it? Like a giant 
I've always wanted to. It was kind of gross because you saw floating dead skin and band-aids and stuff. <laughs> but it was kind of because you could like throw bowling balls at each other and stuff. Like play pass with the bowling ball. Interesting. Yeah. Is that was kind of fun. Was that just like the... Uh, like a big giant public swimming pool. Swimming no, were you, were you doing that to be qual- to get qualified for scuba diving? It or? was a scout activity. It wasn't like qualified. It was just something that was an activity that they did locally that we went and did. To I don't know if it qualified for anything to check off a box or whatever, but when I was in Scouts, but okay, one more thing I can think of that kind of a uh, touchstone starting kind of movie, things like The Hangover, Forty Year Old Virgin, bringing back the R-rated comedy, because that's where the comedies are nowadays. They're like R-rated. Yeah, like what? What good PG thirteen comedy nowadays? Yeah, there's I don't nothing. I know. I haven't it's watched a comedy Adam, in a long while. Adam Sandler garbage. Oh gosh. Whereas like stuff like Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street are hilarious. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in a movie in a long, long That's time. Funny. That. Yeah, I don't know if there are any like comedies that. It's all R rated nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's family movies that have comedy in them, like Toy Story and stuff like that, but a comedy? A comedy that's, that's any good? Like, yeah, that's just PG. Oh, yeah, wow. right. What's the last PG comedy? PG movies are actually Jeez. like, it's either G, PG-13, or R. PG like doesn't even exist anymore. That's true. If like It's like, oh, you had one too many fart jokes in your G movie, <laughs> you get a PG. <laughs> like, I doubt Shrek was PG, or G, it was gotta be PG. Yeah, because he wipe says, your hand, wash your hands and wipe your face. face. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not G-rated comedy. <laughs> See, so he's like forgotten that he's like. I didn't didn't he have the totem just now? Didn't he touch it? Is yeah, that one of the things? Because like, he had the totem and the gun on him, and they gave the his security officers gave it to him. Yeah, but then suddenly, like as soon as someone else has it, it's not as. It's like no one else is supposed to have it. Yeah. And it's, like, that's the crazy thing is, like, he's forgotten. Like, they're, like, rem- both reminding each other, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this isn't real. And this is the kind of thing, like, yeah. they quickly cut to this. Like, wait a minute. Does that make sense? <laughs> it works, I guess. It's fine. stuff it's crazy i'd want a hot towel after all that my goodness wouldn't be surprised if i'd wet my freaking pants maybe the one guy who had to go pee should have <laughs> just like it's a big puddle under <laughs> him i would like a wet towel please okay actually i i would prefer a dry towel I do like it's. They're heading to America. If he didn't make then this work, he goes he's prison. arrested. Yep. This is a make or break. He makes a phone call. Other people point out like, this has got to be a dream because what businessman can make one phone call and make it so a guy isn't guilty of murdering his wife anymore? Yeah. <laughs> within that law. amount of time. Yeah. Within like what like, person has well, that amount of time? We're landing soon. Yeah, how I give it to him, but obviously it does build that 
wait, does that mean? Which like, is it's how it should be. Yeah, totally how it. Man, Leo has really full hair. Look at that mane of his. Damn, I'm all about the there important things going on with these. <laughs> I remember like like this part right here, and especially since I'm hearing the music right now, mm -hmm. like even though I just sat and did nothing for like two and a half hours, pretty much, like this like feeling of like accomplishment. We like, did it. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't it funny how like movies do that to you though? Like you didn't do anything, but definitely felt like you did something because yeah. I definitely put a lot of effort into understanding what was going on. <laughs> yes. That was what I accomplished. <laughs> oh, it's Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, this, this movie does have good, good music. Oh man, it's amazing. This is Zimmer, right? It's, I mean, it's Nolan. Yeah, it's gotta be Zimmer. It's totally. Well, Christopher Nolan loves. Uh, Hans Zimmer. He did all his Batman stuff. And he did Interstellar. And he did this. Okay, you so, find a guy you like to work with, you're going to work with him as much as, much as you can. Absolutely. That's what I think is cool about this too, though, is like he checks to see if the top is working and then he sees kids and it's like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, that's Isn't true. It? That's the... It doesn't even matter. I have what I want. I don't care if it's real. Yeah. That's that's an interesting way to point it. Yeah, There's I didn't realize that till now, but it's like he's huh. he's accepted the fact that like I'm this is where I'm at. I'm not even gonna worry about it anymore. I remember watching this movie, and I remember just like briefly kind of like getting a kind of side to side. Everyone in the entire theater is staring at a spot. Yeah, it's not like oh everyone's looking at the screen. What are they looking at? No, nope. everyone's looking at a spot <laughs> on that on that screen. And fall that, over, fall over. And that was and that was really interesting to to watch. Yeah, we have to wait till the end because all the bloopers. No, <laughs> <laughs> man, such an awesome movie. That I is. forgot how much I liked that movie. It's been such a long. Me time too. Like I remember, like it. oh, I, I going into it. I'm like oh, I remember I I know these all these little flaws with it nowadays. Mm -hmm. But as I'm watching it at the end, I'm like, it's such a good job with it. Great. That. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for sticking with us. If you listen to the whole thing, uh, you get a hold of me, and I'll pass along any messages to Dallin uh, at Portland's Batman on Twitter, and we'll do another episode about something. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yep. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye.